Hey, I'm Nashi. I'm Rizlar. And I'm Frosty. Welcome back to the Value Pack. Hold on, I have to gear, I have to gear check Nash right now. Alright, that is a full job. Dude, he CC'd me out of dance. What's happening? Oh, Rizlar! People look at you like you're crazy, and they refuse to admit <laughs> that it's pay to win, and just scream that it's pay to convenience! It's pay to convenience! Big money, big money, big money, big, big money. money! Oh shit, we got it! We fucking got it! And welcome everybody to another episode of The Value Pack. Um, okay, so let's get this out of the way first. I feel like we should get this out of the way first. Technically speaking, this should be our three-year anniversary special. Uh, the podcast was started, I think it was December 22nd, which means this is the episode closest, uh, to that date. So theoretically this should be the three year anniversary special. Uh, but, uh, we're postponing it. We're postponing it because we want to talk about the reworks and the reworks aren't coming out until the 22nd. Actually, look at that. Yeah. Actually, 20 uh, 21st is our anniversary. We started on winter. The day, oh, was it 21st? The first day of winter, yeah. Are you are you memeing or are you no, being serious? No, no, no. I, we we looked back and it was the twenty first of December is our anniversary. Oh, okay. So twenty first. I had, I was one day off. Twenty first. So uh, we're postponing the special because we want to talk about reworks after they've been released for our special. Um. So yeah, that'll be happening. Uh, hard to sometime say. sometime in the near future. Yeah, the holiday timing is rough. It might be the first yeah, week of January. Yeah. Uh, why did we start a podcast in late December? It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so if, if anybody's like thinking that this was going to be the special, uh, sorry, uh, being postponed, but we'll try to make it, uh, we'll try to make it fun and, and interesting for everybody. Hopefully we can live up to last year's. I don't know if we can, cause last year's was amazing, but we're, we'll try our best. We're only postponing the special cause we want the special to be special. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um. All right. Uh, now that that's out of the way, we haven't talked about the Calfion Ball yet, so we still have to do that. Uh, we skipped last week, if I remember correctly, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, so instead of talking about it last week, we skipped. Now we have to talk about it this week. Um, so bit late on this. I think everybody kind of already knows about the Calfion Ball, but you know what? We're gonna talk about it anyway because uh, it's our show. And fuck you guys. Uh, before we get to all that stuff, though. Uh, I'd like to thank our lovely patrons, Hawaiian Eyes Issues, Jeremy Johnson, Callahad, Melt On Your Mouth, Minaria, Slytech, Talus Acceptum, Thanks, and Wavesy. Appreciate you guys for supporting the show, as well as all our other patrons and all of our Twitch subscribers on our individual Twitch channels. Which Nayashi is streaming! It's it's crazy. He's actually streaming Black Desert Online during the podcast this episode. What's up with that, Nayashi? Uh, not much. Just checking out the reworks. Just getting a feel for it. So and, you're just uh, rework waiting room as well? Basically. Yeah. He's That's mostly a, it's good to have it back. He's a full-time Global Lab gamer now. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to gear up, you know, like everybody else. Dude, the other day, you know what's so funny? is the So the other day he was like testing out some PvE stuff. This dude literally grinded Bloody Monastery for like 90 minutes on Global Labs. I was testing the PvE combos trying to figure out which ones would be good. I was like, Nashi, you really could use some gear on live. Maybe you should do that on live. <laughs> I don't want to play on live until these are out, because live just feels bleh. It feels old, right? Yeah, it, it does. Old. Yeah, it does. It feels like it feels like every second you're playing live right now, you're just kind of like 
I mean, I don't want to say you're wasting your time, but it, it kind of does feel that way. Like, you're not, logically speaking, you're not. You're absolutely not wasting your time by playing live, like, currently. But it kind of feels like it until the reworks come out. You're just like, ugh. Yeah, he's he's like Rocky. He's training ahead of time. He's spending months in, especially with the higher ping. So he's going to, what because he's been playing nothing but Global Labs for the last week or two, he's going to, when it comes to live, he's like, I think they fixed all the ping issues because he's so used to Global Labs. It's going to feel Probably. amazing, dude. He's in the, uh, what is it, the, the hyperbolic time chamber. Yeah, there you go. Anyway. No, it's just, uh, it's just interesting stuff and just trying to get a feel for it, that's all. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably... Yeah, like, actually, here, let me do this. Let me add this to the list. This will be another if we have time. All right, so uh, we kind of need to talk about the, the Calpheon ball. And uh, Rezlar is going to be mostly in and out because he is fighting Alon. And you know how that is. Everyone knows how yeah. that is. Well, I mean, I don't know. I might not do this for long, but at this point, I've gotten into my, like, uh, my mentality of you leave, you lose. So basically, I'm just going to keep fighting this guy and not letting him grind on his wizard until he leaves or I get bored. Yeah, we should change that to if you stay during the podcast, you lose. <laughs> All right. Nah. So let's talk Calpheon Ball. I'm going to try to have like a visual background here. This, uh, I'm not a producer, so this is going to be scuffed as hell for those <laughs> who are watching. Hey, but this this is the furthest thing from a professional production in, in, in podcast history. So I think everybody appreciates the effort you put in. Yeah, this is going to be mostly cringe. So, uh... Let's talk about the Calpheon Ball. Um, the big thing that they announced, number one, right off the bat. Well, I don't even know if we can call it an, an, an announcement. Um, but they talked about the Mountain of Eternal Winter, um, which is the new region. And I guess we'll just kind of go down the list of some of the stuff that they announced for the new uh, region. Uh, with the first thing being you can, if you make a new character, you can now start... It, they said in the Mountain of Eternal Winter, but you you start in Dregan and then yeah. kind of path to the Mountain of Eternal Winter I, from there. I think that was probably a bit of a mistranslation. Probably what they meant to say is the this the main quest line will take you through the Mountain of Eternal Winter, not that yeah. you start there. Yeah, and you, you're basically doing talking to NPCs. You also... I don't know if, like... I forget. What happened with the level 56 thing? Do you just, like, start at 56? Or... Yeah, I I I still don't know how that happened exactly. Yeah, uh, he see. didn't start at fifty six. I know that he just like they were. He was walking around uh, Dragon, of course. That's where you start. And then they like cut out and they were talking about stuff. And when they went back into the game to show more of the quest line, he was just yeah. suddenly level fifty six. So I don't know if he just like had another character that was fifty six that they swapped to for that part of the. The quest line, because that part of the quest line wasn't, uh, that part of the quest line was to show off the, the whole like big ogre guys that you had to sneak around, right? Yeah, which are so maybe really, that's really... just some point later in the story that you would have to be fifty six or around fifty six war, so they had to make a fifty six character for it. I don't know. I I feel like we probably shouldn't assume that you instantly become level fifty six. 
Yeah, it was just confusing because all of a sudden he was level fifty six. It was. So it's like, oh, okay. Well, this is at the and they they didn't <laughs> they didn't address it at all. Um. Anyway, so you could start there. There is this area with these giant ogres that is one of the coolest looking areas, in my opinion. I love it because it's like kind of swampy with some mountains in the background, and these things remind me. These things remind me of like Terra Bams. Bams, yeah. And I, I love the idea. I've been saying for a while, like I would love a. Uh, I, I don't even know if this is going to actually end up being a grind spot. It, it really probably isn't. But hopefully, no, I, I mean, the it. way they're spread out though almost makes me think it will be. But I, I don't know. Maybe it won't be. But either way, I, I would love it if it was where you're like actually just fighting one mob at a time, one giant mob, and getting rewards. I kind of like the idea of that. But who knows? Anyway, this place visually at least looks cool. Um, when they announced the Eternal Winter stuff. Here's kind of the main stuff that they that they announced. So they announced four different grind spots. One of them was called Miramok Labyrinth, where which I believe is the pill bug area, where more adventures cause the monster to spawn and it's a solo spot, but then if there's enough people grinding there, it like the more people grinding there, the better the odds of the boss spawning and when the boss spawns like everyone kind of stops what they're doing and fights it. Um yeah, that was kind of like the first thing. Do you guys have any feelings on that? Like, base, almost like bloody monastery, or not bloody, uh, abandoned monastery, but except you can actually do it together. Yeah, you except to go you and do it together. People. Yeah, it doesn't cause you to hate everyone <laughs> around you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting. I don't know how well it's gonna work in practice, but it's interesting. Because my my concern with that kind of mechanic would be, so if I'm the only person grinding that spot because it's not a very good spot, do I just never get the boss, which then in turn makes the spot even worse than it already is? Because it feels yeah. like this is a this is going to be a trap where it's either going to be a dog shit spot that no one goes to, which is let's be honest the most likely outcome, or to try and incentivize people to go grind there, they're going to make it super strong, which means everyone's going to grind there, which means the boss is going to constantly spawn, which means it's going to be even more OP than it is just at a baseline level. So that would be my concern, but I mean, maybe they maybe they can properly balance it out, but that's my concern. I think it's an interesting mechanic, but I just, that's my concern. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what the balance is going to be like because I don't know what the... I have no idea what the drops and stuff are going to be, but I assume if there's an item that you need to get from there, that maybe the boss will increase the odds of getting that, so you kind of want mm. more people to be there, but who knows. Um, Although that could backfire if the spot ends up being bad, and then like down the road, new players are going there to get an item that everyone already has, and there's no one there. <laughs> so who knows? Uh, hopefully they balance that properly. Um, The other grind spot was called Earthia's Void, uh, I'm going to read this as I wrote the notes. So, um, it's a place with monsters made with scales of dragons slayed. More of a prison break slash escape zone. Um, they likened it to like an escape room. You finish objectives to get out. Different rooms and puzzles. Three gates activated. Different challenges in each. Kind of like an escape room. Low chance to unlock a golden room with prizes inside. And you fight monsters along the way. And they'll all have all the monsters you engage will have different mechanics. Nashi, did you hear any of that? Yes, I did. <laughs> All right, your, your thoughts on the idea of that? I mean, seems pretty solid. I, 
No, I didn't hear any of it. <laughs> <laughs> tried to play oh, it off. Oh, no. He tried to play it off. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. He's actually listening. Oh, god damn. <laughs> Sorry. I was getting trolled to death by this uh, infinite iframe ranger. Uh-huh. So. It's a busted ass <laughs> ranger. Uh, TLDR and Ashy escape room like grind spot. Yeah, with, I mean, pu- with puzzles and stuff. Can Maywas solve puzzles? Yeah, I mean, kind of. We can solve puzzles. <laughs> I mean, la- last time we did that, uh, the first dungeon, you know, I solved the puzzles pretty good initially. And then after I had to, I didn't get the quest properly, I had to redo it. And that took a little bit, unfortunately. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it was hard for you to move those boxes around. Yeah, um, it was difficult. Yeah, I don't know. This this one seems kind of cool to me, too. It just... I'm more of a... I like to fight mobs. I don't really like to do puzzles. But if the puzzles are interesting... It, I always My concern with puzzles in any game is always, like, how am I supposed to do it again and again if I already know the solution to the puzzle? Correct. Unless it's something yeah. randomized, it, it just seems like... I don't know. Yeah, I mean, eventually it starts getting boring. So it's hard to develop a a dynamic system where it like constantly changes up uh, what the um, puzzles end up being. It would be pretty cool if they could manage something like that, though. Um, this low chance to unlock a golden room with prizes. So when they say that, I I think of like the goblins in Diablo three, where you go to the goblin cave or whatever the gold the treasure cave i love the idea of that i just don't know what would be in the treasure room that's like bdo related you that's know what i mean I, I don't know it's like what are there gold bars on the ground or something like what what would even be in this treasure room Pen black star weapon oh, Pen God. black star weapon wow so just grinding is uh, like hey i got a pen black star drop today <laughs> <laughs> much yeah that's about how we yeah i mean i don't know like it probably will just be gold bars like let's be honest here um but i don't maybe know maybe just I, you know crons they'll, they'll put crons on there i would like for them to do more items because we already have i think there's a lot of inflation going on right now right mm-hmm. because of uh Elvia spots so Maybe we hold off on introducing more money into the economy and try to introduce more items into it. Yeah. Just a thought. They need to add the luxury auction house thing, man. They need to actually start putting stuff in there and make people waste billions of silver on stuff like a black Pegasus. They could easily do like a black unicorn or like a, a I don't know. Uh, maybe like a, a doom horse like a white doom horse or something with blue fire like they could do so many things that would make people waste billions of silver the inflation is crazy um yeah I don't know what the treasure room could be hopefully it's not raw silver but you know that's that's there's that yeah um they did say that they're gonna add a tower spot similar to Miramok or Star's End in the winter region where Monsters spawn towards you like Stars and Miramok, and random chances for unique and elite monsters to spawn. Um, so that's cool for the people that don't like having to use mobility combos to get around. Just kind of sit in place and chill. Uh, they didn't. I don't know if they gave a name to that spot, but that's that's all they said. And then this other spot they called or 
Ocgensini, which resides in the Jade Starlight Forest. Chain explosions deal damage to mobs similar to Stars and Towers that CC. So this was the, let me see if I could find the clip of them doing it. This was the one where you kill one and they explode and deal damage to the other ones around them, right? Yeah, I don't know if I skipped it already in here. I might not have. Um, and these were pretty big. These were like Tauros like mobs, if I remember yeah. correctly. They were kind of like small packs of like maybe like three, but uh, they were quite large and fairly difficult to kill. Yeah, and they have this like blue, these blue auras around. They're a little bit like, they actually remind me a lot of mansion mobs, but they're bigger. So yes, yeah. To they're it now, Turo's but. sized mansion mobs. But essentially they were saying because people have issues with like AoEs and stuff, so when the mobs blow up, they deal damage to each other as well, so that way like the mobs die at a little bit more similar time, like packs of mobs die at a more similar time. Which I, I think is kind of an interesting concept. Um, and then while they were showing this zone off, with the most screen shake you could ever possibly have yeah it, it is the like the absolute most screenshot screen shake i've ever seen this is like worse than amritat's screen shake and his is terribly bad <laughs> um it's they talked about how when you're grinding in these spots that they have new a brand new elite monster called the guardian of the void that appears uh around thick blizzardy areas um mm -hmm. Similar to like loot goblins and the monster is supposed to be difficult to fight. Now in their demo, the monster wasn't actually difficult to fight. But They'll they said that they Yeah, they said that they lowered the um they lowered it for the sake of the demo so they don't actually so you don't have to watch their So they don't end up like a gaming <laughs> journalist struggling yeah. through the tutorial. Yeah, you don't want to see their developer get farmed. So when they when they show a clip of this, they show them like kinda of at these foothills or in this valley, and you see like a whirlwind like tornado slash blizzard thing in front of the the character and he like goes and walks into it and I guess you start hearing like a voice talk like once you're inside of it start hearing a voice talk and this guardian spawns and it's like a huge ass guardian and it has a teleport yeah. skill and he fights it and it again he, it dies pretty quick here but they said it's going to be a lot harder when it comes out it actually reminds me of like the mountain of area in Diablo I don't know like I, I always video really? like takes a lot of things from Diablo yeah a little bit you remember when you had to fight the ancients at the yeah. top of the mountain it reminds me of yeah. that I guess I could see that. I'm pretty sure this guardian also is wearing Ariat's helm. It looks like it. Um. Anyway, so the idea that's pretty cool. So a random mob that spawns that's difficult to fight that I assume is going to drop some cool loot, but who knows? When he grabbed the now it doesn't show us anything, but when he grabbed the loot, he cheered. So you know. Yeah, probably uh, one bill gold bar. <laughs> probably a gold cola can. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Diablo came Tragic. out in nineteen ninety six. Yeah. What did. do you guys? What do you guys think about adding more mobs that are just champions? I think I was kind of fine with it. Like when it was like D two champ packs, like randomly. <laughs> no, like they, I, like they keep adding more and more mobs that are just like reskinned like uh, characters, right? Yeah. So like Sherikon with the Zerkers and the Warriors, oh. and then you have like uh, the DK and uh, like I don't know. It's just it's interesting. It's an interesting. 
I I almost want to call it lazy, to be perfectly honest. But I don't know. I I guess it's fine if it, it's just bosses. To me, it would be more lazy if it was like just mobs that you're already fighting and they're just like bigger or a different color or something. Like, there's not really. Is there any other guardian you fight in the game? Uh, and they even gave it new skill effects and everything. So I, don't like I, so. I don't know. But I, that's why, I like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, eh, I guess I'm okay with it if, it, if it's, like, bosses, right? Like, the Sorkin, uh, the Sorkin Kadris, or the the Gatekeepers, right? Like, some of the Gatekeepers are just, like, big yeah. fucking character mobs. The Sork is a Gahas, for the record. Gahas, sorry. Yeah, yeah, Gahas. Kadri is, like, the warrior, the, is it a Zerker? I don't know, I forget. I guess, I guess it's a warrior. Yeah, it's a sword and a shield, is. right? Yeah, it's a warrior, I'm pretty sure. Um, yeah, so, I don't know, that that's the elite mob spawn. Yeah, I don't know, I, I mean, I guess there's a, I don't know, I get, like, most of the grind spots seem to have pretty unique mobs, so it's really only, like, these specialty mobs that are kind of, like, character skins. So it's not, I'm not, I'm not too upset about it. Um, alright, so... After after they went through some of the grind spots, now I don't know if there's going to be more. A year ago when they announced it, they only talked about two grind spots, and in, in this video they talked about four different grind spots, and then we don't know for sure if that giant, if where all those giants are is also a grind spot. So, maybe it is, maybe it isn't. Um, But, what they did talk about, which I'm actually hyped <laughs> he about. He brought a friend. Oh no. Alright. So what they did talk about is uh, two new item slots. Um, a new item slot on the left of your wheel, a new item slot on the right of your wheel, and in these item slots you put artifacts. And the artifacts themselves seem to have a, a base effect. Um, so for example in this demo one that they show, and actually I forget... Um, there's something I want to see here, hold on, I gotta pull out the... The old translator, but in the artifact that they show here in the demo, um, it, the top, the actual artifact effect itself is ten percent BSR, Black Spirit Maximum Rage plus ten percent. Um, so wait, can we hit two hundred now, or is I that mean, only that's only one artifact? Right? I I assume if you yeah, that's only one of the artifacts, but I assume if you have two of the same one, I don't know if there's any rules against using. Like more. That's true. Of we just don't know anything detail wise. Like. Yeah, and these artifact. Now, I don't know for sure, but in the screenshot, it says the that it's not marketable. So it sounds like you're going to have to grind these out yourself. Um, and then the Maybe bottom... Quest like reward or something. Yeah. And then inside these artifacts, you put light stones, what they're calling light stones, which kind of look like a little bit more specialized crystals. Um, you can have two of them in an artifact. Um, and they each have their own individual effect. So their their sample ones here is HP plus 150 for this orange one at the top. And then the blue one at the bottom is ignore all resist plus 8%. Um, and then the effect underneath that says lightstone combination set effect. And this one is kind of weird because it says like PVP to same class, PVP damage to same class plus 5% or something. So it looks like if you do different combinations of these lightstones inside, you're going to get a different set effect because it says light phones, lightstone set effect and it's like in this green text. So I'm assuming even if you have the same artifact, if you have different lightstones in there, you'll get a different effect. 
I just don't know. I mean, they didn't show us what any of them are, so I have no idea. They only showed us this one. And I don't know how many lightstones they are. There are, but, um, yeah. Probably, probably a decent amount. I hope there's a lot. I mean, yeah, they, they it'd, show... be, it'd be nice to have a lot of different kind of diversity um, builds you can build off them. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was just like selfishly super excited for Ignore All Resist because I hate Resist so freaking much. Um, so we'll see. I, um, the cool thing is that, all right, so they said when they were talking about where you get these things, I believe you're going to get the artifacts from the Mountain of Eternal Winter. Uh, but the Lightstones, they said, are mostly going to be in the Mountain of Eternal Winter, but some of them are going to be in other areas as well. Which means there's probably a lot. So, I don't know. Heaton, Heaton said, deep down, you know, Resist will have twice the value of Ignore. That's fine, to be honest, because with the Ignore Resist, we can still get enough to just ignore it all with the new Resist system. So, I'm fine with it. If people want to put in all Resist plus 16% on one of their crystals, so be it. So be it. Let me get my Elkars, my offhand crystals in these, and get Ignore, resi ignore All Resist plus 75%, and I'll be happy. I'll learn to live with it. And Najil's saying that there's going to be at least 11 Lightstones, might be up to 19, if they don't put multiple on one. So we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening with the Lightstones. I also don't know for sure how many different artifacts there are. And it doesn't, there's a blue artifact that looks a little bit different over here on the left side of the screenshot, but they don't hover over that and don't show that one's effect. So that one might be different than the BSR. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for this because I feel like this potentially means a little bit more diversity with like builds, especially with the set effects. Um, but one of the interesting things that they mentioned during this is that one of the soul stones, or maybe it was the set effects of the soul stones could augment specific skills damage, which I think is really cool too. Which boss is soul stone? Is it? Or light stone. Did I say soul stone? No, light, <laughs> yeah, light stone. Light stone. Sorry. I, mean, I don't know why I keep Diablo saying Diablo or Mephistos? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, Rez, starting with you, your thoughts on the artifacts and the lightstones in general and just these item slots. Um, I'm excited for them to add like more gear, I think. Uh, I, I think, though, I am a little disappointed that they're just kind of like fancy crystals. Now the the part where they're like kind of adding like the new mechanic makes it a like slightly more interesting, but um yeah I don't know. I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm pretty. I think like with most things, uh, I just want to like see it, and then get a feel for it before I like make any scathing critiques. Yeah. Or endorsements, I suppose. So I would say that like I I'm glad that they're adding new gear because that's like interesting and fun. But I think that the like the part where it's a lot of like passive stats and stuff is kind of lame. So, what what would you prefer it be? Um, I'm not sure honestly. I I, I don't know. I would have to like really kind of think on that. I. I just, I really thought they were adding pants for like a minute. 
<laughs> I think if you go back in the VOD, whenever they said like, oh, we wanted to add new gear, I literally was like going like, dude, they're adding Frosty, they're adding pants. I know. Frosty, dude, I they're adding pants. Too. I was like, oh my God, they're going to add pants. I, I think this looks cooler than pants. Pants, pants, here's the problem with pants, even though I think it would be kind of interesting to add pants with some like low DP or legs or whatever. But the problem with pants is I feel like pants look like they're trying to sell artisans if they just give you a new gear slot that's not any Yeah, different. it would look very predatory. A little bit, right? And maybe these are too, because here's the thing. is like these crystals, you can enhance, or sorry, uh, light stones. You can enhance these light stones as well. Um, yeah, so maybe, I don't know how it works, if they work like accessories, if you can crawl on them, if it's like, I don't know, but... Yeah, they said that you can enhance them to improve the effect that they have. Um, I can't remember if they said if they destroy, get destroyed or not if they fail. But yeah, yeah, it's that's interesting because especially if it's an item that you have to like grind for or do a quest for to get, like, no way to sell it on the marketplace. So it means if it's something that can blow up, that could be very cancer. Well, we don't actually know for sure if the lightstones themselves could be sold because they don't ever hover over a lightstone. It just shows them in the item. It just, the artifact itself that the lightstones go into say that they can't be sold. So. Yeah, I don't know. I super love this idea though. Like, I, I like the idea, like, I can't wait to see what all the set effects are. And then... Like the idea of some people maybe going accuracy and some people getting evasion or some people getting HP and me selfishly getting ignore all resist <laughs> uh, because that is what tilts me most in this game. So it's like, I'm, uh, I'm kind of excited for it. I can't wait. And I, I hope the other artifacts effect is more interesting than plus 10% BSR because for me, I don't really care so much about BSR. I would love, I don't know, something else. I'm really curious what the other ones are or if they're all the same thing. Yeah. I mean, um, having the specialized skill damage would be pretty cool, depending on how it works. Yeah. I I I don't know if I actually like adding more damage, TBH. Well, it depends, because here's the thing, like... Did they say I, specifically damage, though? Yeah, they said damage, but I don't... Yeah. What I wouldn't like is if it's, like, everyone's best skill gets more damage. But if it's, if it's damage on a skill that isn't necessarily great... I kind of like that idea to give you potentially more variety. Like, let's say for sake of example, um, on, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of it. What's a, what's a good example? Um, let's say on Zerker, it's like devastation damage plus 7%. Like devastation's not a nuke. So that's actually like an interesting item that you'd get that isn't like buffing up your strongest skill in the game or something. You know what I mean? Like something along those lines. I kind of like the idea of it, but if it's just going to buff like everyone's bit, like if it's Kuno's spin spree buff, then it's like, eh, or if it's like Ninja Serpent. But if it's something that people don't really use that much is a little bit more interesting. But I don't know. I mean, I, I totally understand them. You not wanting more damage though, because Obviously, like people do a lot of damage I, right now. Well, yeah, reworks, I feel yeah. I feel like we already have too much. Is my concern, and like, yeah, I agree that like putting it on a less useful skill would be a lot better than 
like uh you know putting it on seismic or something obviously but i don't know well now seismic might need it we'll get in i'm just wondering like do we really need more damage in our game right i don't know well i mean it depends how much it is if it's balanced properly like they're also adding more tankiness right because you could potentially get evasion or hp or whatever to to negate the damage if you don't want to take more damage i guess i don't know i guess it just depends on how it is but um I don't know, the skill thing is interesting. Here's my, my biggest fear with the skill thing is that it's... Some class are going to have a skill that it sounds awesome on and some it's going to be horrible. So, like, not everyone really gets to choose that as an option because it's a skill you don't want to use. Or it doesn't really matter, you know? Like, Mewa's going to be like, alright, like, Mewa's going to look at Kuno and Kuno got it on, on Succession Kuno. It's like Flash Slash got buffed on Awaken Spin Spree and then Mewa's like, alright, what did we get? Oh, we got Tenacious Edge and Retaliation. <laughs> You know what I mean? Where it's like, uh, damn. Guess we're not using that. Yeah, I would be more into if it wasn't damage and it was like, it, it has a skill effect that changes an ability. In some meaningful way. That, that actually would be way more interesting, but they'll, they'll probably not ever do that. Um... Let's see, next up. So that that's the new items. You can enhance them. Hopefully the enhancing part of it is not too miserable. Um, you know, one of the interesting things, so whenever I talk to, so I was talking to like... Maybe it like, uh, here would be an interesting idea. The light artifact lets you access a second core. Mm. No. no. <laughs> yeah, that'd be probably pretty busted. No, 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 please no, please no. God damn it, no, Nayashi. Don't even say that. <laughs> yeah, no. I I don't know. I I I don't know what they could have done with the artifacts to make them better. And well, again, don't I don't know. hate the idea. Well, we of the don't even know what they are yet. Yeah, so we don't we even know yeah, 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 yeah. But and that's why I'm saying like I I don't want to I don't want to be like overly negative because at the end of the day we, we don't really know uh what it's going to be like until it, it hits live, but I don't know. I'm just concerned is all. Yeah. Yep. Understandably so. Um All right, so Labresca. They announced the Fallen God helmet. Let me let me see where it is when they pop it up here. Do, 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 do. Um Labresca is their new Fallen God helmet. Now Labresca is very interesting for a couple of reasons. So, one it is a combination of Gaeth and Griffin, similar to the Black Star helmet. Um, at base, it's a essentially a C, I guess C10, right? It's just kind of like the same DP, a C10 uh, Griffin helm. And then at duo, it's like a C20 Griffin helm. Um, the cool thing about it is that it does get the all resist 5%. It gains the 100 HP from Gaeth, and it also gains a Black Star set effect that gives it um, 100 HP and 10 monster DR. So, if you have a Griffin helmet, if you're chilling with a Griffin helmet currently, like let's say for me, for example, if I I have a I have a C20 Griffin helmet, right? If I'm chilling with my Griffin helmet, and I put on a Duo Fallen God helmet, or they're calling it Labresca's helmet, I like instantly just gain 200 HP, which is kind of sick. And uh, 
20 monster DR because this two piece set effect is 10 monster DR and the item set effect is 10 monster DR, which seems like a lot to me. Like 20 more monster DR is kind of a lot, but the, which kind of makes me also hope that some of these grind spots have mobs that actually hit super hard and DP is going to matter. But we'll see. Um, your guys' thoughts on the Labresca helmet? Oh, by the way, the other the other fact about this Labresca helmet, they said it is not going to require a flame from Tauros. It's going to have a... There's going to be a new item or items that you need to get from Mountain of Eternal Winter that are also... I was wondering what they were going to do about that. ...tied to a quest line. A uh, new flame? Yeah, basically a new flame. Uh, any thoughts on the helmet? Uh, no, it's pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah. I mean, I, we knew that this was coming for a while, right? So, um, I think more defense is probably a good thing. I'd rather them add more defense than more offense. Of course, I'm not looking forward to falling even further behind, uh, you know, the gear gap, but. Well, I think this, I, I actually think the, the Fallen Gods are like an easy catch-up mechanic because it's so easy to get duo. You don't have to grind out C20. Like, duo Fallen Gods like pretty easy. Typically speaking, um, yeah, not when you, uh, not when you're me. Why? What? Uh, how many fails do you have? Let's hear it. It's not fails. It's it's money. And again, like the if I especially uh, for something that's like not sold, like a flame, right? Because I, I I play this game exclusively for PvP, essentially, right? So mm -hmm. that's kind of the the problem. So you, I don't I don't grind. I just go to war and then I go to RBF and occasionally I go to like Arsha for open world PvP. There's no way for me to make money in this game, so there's no way for me to get upgrades even relatively quickly. I thought you were grinding to so you still haven't gotten your flame, you're saying? No, I finally got it. Uh it took a long time, but I got it. I'm not saying I never grind, it's just like I don't know, very rarely. I just don't make a I'm lot of money. You. you got it. That's all that matters. Like my point is, uh, is I don't make a lot of money and I, I don't grind very often, right? Which is my problem. But like I don't enjoy those things, so why would I do those things? <laughs> so I guess TLDR is let me make money PVPing, please. Yeah, well, absolutely not. Um, actually, not not allowed. <laughs> not allowed. Now, actually, any feelings on that? You feel like it's just okay, just. It is what it is. Basically, yeah. yeah. It's, I hope this time it, when we grind there's this There's nothing out, impressive about it, so... I hope I get the item in immediately and you don't. Unlike last <laughs> time. Yeah. That was, that was very unfortunate for you. <laughs> you were trying so hard for so long. <laughs> Alright. So, they added a Pen Black Star Kudum. Uh, it is based off of Kudum. And it is... It's very interesting because it's like, I think, remember when they had that Pen Black Star offhand and everyone was like, it was like a Nuver Kudum combined or whatever, and it like looked insane. So they said during the ball that they were trying to decide between if they wanted the Black Star to be PVE or Nuver or Kudum, and that they kind of went with, they wanted it to be more of a PVE thing to kind of follow the same uh, theme as the rest of the Black Star stuff. So let me give you these these comps. So basically, a Tet Black Star Kudum 
is the same AP as a pen normal Kudum, um, but with one less accuracy and um, two monster DR and two more monster AP. So for grinding specifically, a Tet Black Star Kudum is actually really, really good. Like actually, a, I think a pretty great item. Probably just straight up better than... I think better than a Kudum, right? Like the stats are basically the same, except you just have a little bit more monster DR and a little bit of monster AP. It's at pen where things are kind of weird because a pen black star is super hard to get, obviously. And, but so is a pen C20 Kudum. But at pen, you get two less accuracy in exchange for five monster DR and five monster AP. So the question is, going for a pen black star offhand, is that worth it for the 5 AP and the 5 DR? No. I honestly don't think so. I mean, I it's an in-game so thing well. for those individuals that, like, they have nothing else to really work on. But, um... Oh, yeah, maybe it is... Oh, uh... Oh, yeah, you're right. This Kudum is, uh... Well, it's C3, so I think it's just DR. Or what, I think the, the... Wait, what is this pen Kudum? Hold on, I'm bringing this back up. Bringing up the old translator. You're right, I, I didn't even notice originally that this is... Yeah, so this is Kafir, This is a Kafir's level 3 Kudum, which is what? Gives you one more DP, I think? On the left, this left Kudum. I don't know what else it gives you at level 2. So I guess it has the same stats as a C3 Kudum. That actually makes it even more nutty. Like, that makes it even better. That's actually pretty awesome. Yeah, that's actually really good. Like, the Tet version of this item is actually really, really freaking good. So what is the actual stats you get, then? If that was the wrong... Well, no, no, I, I was looking at the, the... I didn't realize that the Pen Kudum next to the Tet was a C3. So you basically have... It's actually better accuracy than a base pen Kudum because you get the four while three more accuracy than a base Kudum, a base pen Kudum. So if you have a Tet Black Star offhand, you have three more accuracy than a base uh, pen Kudum and the same DR as a pen Kudum that's level C3. And then you have monster DR plus two and monster AP plus two over a pen Kudum. So it's just like actually way better than a pen Kudum. Uh, a Tet Black Star, but a Pen Black Star, then they get a lot closer, and it's really only five Monster AP and five Monster DR. But you sacrifice two accuracy. So that's that's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, I don't know. At, at Tet, I kind of like it because it's still just better for PVE, slightly better for PVE, and. On some classes that play Succession, it's going to look really cool, like uh, on a Guardian. Because remember, a lot of people do get this thing for the skin, too. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, it's it's not like that crazy of an item, but it is it is better at Tet. And I don't think... Making Tet Blackstar is not that hard. That's the thing. I think making a Tet Blackstar is easier than getting a, a Pen Kudum at C3. For the most part. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I'd probably agree with that. I just question if, like, are the stats really better when you account for Kafris as well? 
Um, at Penn, or what do you mean at Tet? Yeah, yeah. yeah Penn, at, uh, at Penn, the stats are better. The only thing that's not is the accuracy. But you get five more monster AP, five more monster DR. The rest of it is identical, except minus two accuracy. So, yeah, you're basically if you're using the Black Star, you're exchanging two accuracy for five monster DR and five monster AP at Penn, compared to a C20 Kudo. So, yeah, um, I don't know. It, it's kind of cool. I, I kind of like that they made it something where you don't have to get, but I actually think a lot of people will still want it. There's still people that just want to have them. Yeah, there's an aesthetic appeal to it. Yeah, and also just like the idea of having like a full row of Penn Black Star weapons, I think appeals to people as well. Yeah. Um. Next up, Deborah Belt. So they announced Debaraka Belt. Um, it's going to drop at the Crypt in uh, Odalita. And um, so the thing is with the belt, so it's essentially at Ted, it's equal to a Pen Tungrad belt. And at Pen, well, I guess minus two accuracy. And then at Pen, it's, it's basically like what I guess would be the natural progression, like a Hex Tungrad belt, but without BSR. So it's 21 AP at Tet, 24 AP at Pen. Here's the thing about all these items. Like the artifacts, the light stones, the Kudamoff hand, the Labreska helmet, and this Debaraka belt. Some of these seem super like just luxury items, like you don't even need them. But one of the things is, is like lately I've been talking, I was talking to Blonde Bear and Jay Coon and Choice and Divios and like all these people and and biohack too that are like either hard cap or near hard cap that feel like they don't have anything to go for and I feel like this winter region does a really good job of giving them a bunch of stuff to go for that doesn't necessarily increase the power like that much yeah which I think is cool because like Poor choice. I'm I'm pretty sure choice is like making a DR set and he made like a second whaling god. Like he's so he has nothing to go for. He's just like getting duplicates of shit. So yeah. it's like I don't know. Um same with like like biohack. It's like he's going for the merchant ring piece and then outside of that, like I don't know what like what else do you even go for? He's got everything there is. And then they made Pen Fallen God like not really realistic. So Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of, kind of cool. Kind of cool for that. I know some of this stuff is like, yeah, why would I, I, like me personally, I'm like, dude, I don't, I can't see a world where I'd really want a Debreka belt. Like it doesn't help me get another bracket. Yeah. The next bracket's not really worth going for, for how expensive this is probably going to be. So it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. It really comes down to how difficult it is to get. That's so far beyond me. I, I don't even feel like my opinion's valid, so I'm just not gonna. I'm just not gonna bother. Yeah, it's it's way over. It's even over my head. Some of this stuff. I I do kind of want a pen black star, <laughs> but offhand. But it's like there's no point. I want a pen black star awakening. I can't even get a stack to get one of those. So who knows? You know, I'll never. It's yeah, never gonna happen. Um. All right. So. Me and Rezlar were watching this live, and mm -hmm. this dude was on a warrior at the top of this mountain. 
and they said they started talking about horses and how all they have in the game are horses uh for mounts and all this stuff and me and Rezlar were like you could hear it in both of our voices we were like holy shit they're about to announce like a bear mount or like a werewolf mount or a wolf mount or like some sort of snow animal that you can ride like in the winter area and it it's probably gonna look sick as fuck we got super excited and then <laughs> and then this warrior pulled out a two two by fours that are glued together pieces of plywood yeah and started snowboarding down the mountain and yeah i i literally thought this cannot be real please for the love of god and it actually is He's there's snowboarding. Gonna be, uh, there's gonna be snowboarding tournaments, dude. It's so. It's, it's so. It, weird. it has no purpose or place in this game. <laughs> just getting down the mountain. It's just I don't I don't understand. Like when you have to invent a new, more modern travel system just to get down into the region. Like what? It's so fucking out of nowhere. And the thing is that's so weird about it is like you always hear like, oh, they don't want to have like a, a proper gunner class because it kind of takes them out of the whatever. They don't want to have this or that. But, but then, then they throw in snowboarding. It's like, who the fuck was snowboarding in whatever these medieval times are? It's like, what? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, maybe we're just unaware of the history of snowboarding. Maybe. I guess it's guarantee you that's a recycled animation from fucking the TV. <laughs> yeah, actually. Getting recycled animations from games that aren't even out yet, dude. This damn company. Man. Yeah, it's the shy animation. It's the shy. I mean, I'm there. sure it'll be fun, but it literally has no purpose in this game. I'm I'm trying to think of like why would you be up there on top of that mountain? That's the other thing. It's like what what is even up there? What are they what are they going for up there? They're gonna you're gonna take the uh, the 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 airship up there, dude. I mean, it does look high. Like the one thing that I was a little bit blown away by is how kind of far down he goes. Like it's like I don't know where in Eternal Winter this is, but like it kind of looks huge. Like the area is gonna be massive if he's able to snowboard down this mountain, and not even get to the bottom where he crashes. Yeah, because he still looks pretty high up when... Let's see, he gets stuck right here, and there's still like kind of a ways to go, and it looks like there's a canyon down there. I don't know. It's just weird. Yeah, and a Pegasus could just glide down. Unless you're not allowed to use your Pegasus. I, I don't know what the rules are on that. If you can't use your Pegasus in the winter, maybe his wings get cold. I don't know. Uh... It feels like a Mewa thing. <laughs> Doesn't it a little bit? I suppose. It feels very Mewa-y. I don't like being associated with some weird funky mechanic that doesn't make sense. But I guess it makes sense. In Damn Mewas, dude. Um, Lump us in with this weirdness. All right, so the region is coming out um, in KR December 29th. They should add cars next. <laughs> ten <laughs> ten no. days. 
10 days, December 29th, The Mountain of Eternal Winter will be released in its full form to Korea. Uh, NAEU, their translators on a holiday break, so we're not going to get it for a while. Um, and they do only have the one. Now they said, they tried to, they, they're hedging. Now this is, I, everyone thinks I'm copium on this. I, I'm just on the cope, hardcore coping. But they said first half of 2022 for NAEU, or ra rather for global. But they also said that they do not want it to take as long as Odalita. And that is their primary goal to make sure that it's done sooner than it took for them to get Odalita out to us because that long, wait was way too long. So my guess on this is they are going to announce the release, the release date during the second Calpheon ball in March, and it's going to come out by the end of March. There, I said it. End of March. Write it down. Note it. For who? For the global, the global release for Mountain of Eternal Winter. End of March. Global release. I think with Lost Ark coming out, the timing is like perfect. I know I like you probably want to release stuff on the day or whatever. I, I don't know really how the, that works, like strategically what's best. But I imagine like a month after Lost Ark, once people have kind of gotten into it and maybe some of the people have fallen off to release a new region with a bunch of stuff to go for would be a pretty easy way to get people back to the game. At least the people that are going to probably play still. And then console will get it in March 2024, yeah. Um, Alright, your guys' thoughts. When is this coming out while I uh, use the restroom? Um, I mean, I highly doubt it's going to be as early as they're hoping. I, I think it's going to end up being later. There's always some sort of, like hidden reason why they have to delay content. It's just how it's always been. I just don't foresee them getting it out in a reasonable time frame. What do you think, Rose? Uh, yeah. I, I, I think that's some copium. I, I don't think global release is going to be a thing, honestly. I don't know. I, I feel like they've been doing global releases less lately. Am I yeah. am I incorrect about that? Yeah, if a, yeah, a good global release would have been reworks. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like they're probably gonna give it to KR first, and then we'll get it like I don't know, fucking a month after, maybe two months after. I'd like for it to be a global release. Yeah, uh, I don't think it will though. If I had to guess exactly when it would come out, I would expect them to announce. It's at the second, the Calfion Ball Part 2 thing, right? Obviously. Uh, and then I would say probably like two weeks after that for KR. And then, you know, like a month, two months after KR gets it for everybody else. Seems fair. I don't know. I don't know. There's no telling with this company, unfortunately. There's actually no, no telling. What happened? What no. did I miss? Everyone in chat is mad. Uh, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it's going to be a. Gear, I don't think it's going to be a global release. 
Well, no, of course not. They said it's not. What do you mean? It's coming out why, in KR. Why did you say it's going to be a global release then? Well, they said it's coming out in KR the 29th, but that the global release for everyone else is going to be later. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah. <laughs> why did they say it like that then? Because it's not. Well, because that's yeah, what, that's how they've been referring release. to everyone else is that the the rest of the globe is getting it this day. KR they, is separate. They themselves are not a part of. <laughs> they should say KR is getting in on this, and then the lesser release is uh, going to be a little bit later. <laughs> I was. It's funny Lester. because I I went to the restroom. I went through my bedroom, and I heard Miss Frosty had the the stream open on her phone. She's like sitting there, like doing some shit, and she has the stream open on her phone. I could hear Nayashi. And I literally said to her, God, don't they just sound so excited? And then she <laughs> just started laughing because Naya, she just sounds so sad when he's talking. He's like, yeah, I guess they're going to release it in a few months. And then I come back and the well, whole no, chat's like, saying, are these two even saying, listening? <laughs> I was saying that they're probably not going to release in a, you know, the time frame that they think, like, that they want to release it. I think it's going to probably be around the six months. So that's why I'm kind of <laughs> like... This is not gonna happen. Beefy King said, "Can I join the podcast? I can ignore you with equal vigor." <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the middle of a fucking uh, it's five on seventeen GVG right now. Okay. Oh my god! All right, let's. let's it see. turns out bringing one person for my 600 gear lit ass <laughs> wasn't enough. He had to bring fucking 27 more. Miss Frosty said the energy needs to come way down. She just typed that yeah. in chat. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I mean, uh, if you want, I can I can put on my uh, I can talk like those like really annoying YouTubers do. Like, what's up, guys? Today we're gonna be talking about the Calfion Ball. Make sure you hit the like button and subscribe. Make sure to join our giveaway. Like, you know, I can do that kind of shit. No, no, no one's asking for that extreme. Just uh, follow the conversation. <laughs> Uh, dude, I'm in a GVG. What do you point? want from me? I don't, why are you in a GVG during a podcast? It doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> uh, all right, next up, the fucking alpaca. Shies can ride a goddamn <laughs> llama. All right. Just more evidence the that they hate this class. <laughs> it really is. They fucking hate this class. This... <laughs> This alpaca looks <laughs> slow and useless and dumb, and it's literally just always going to be a goddamn roleplay llama riding. Oh my nothing. god, it's so great. Uh, it cracks me up. Now, in fairness, we don't know what the mounting situation is going to be like here in the winter region, so it's very possible no one could ride mounts except for shies on their alpacas. I'm actually really upset about this change. Why can't Berserkers ride alpacas? That is a good question. Yeah, I don't know. It's, uh... <clears throat> Go ahead, Frosty, say it. I mean, it's like... I don't... I mean, there's nothing to say about, like... Why no, is no, there no. An Go alpaca? ahead and say what you said during the stream. Go ahead and say what you said during the stream. Oh, yeah, Zerkers can't ride the alpaca because it'll break their alpacas. <laughs> oh my god dude I, this is so annoying to look at when i think about like can they i i don't know what their development budget is but whoever spent time developing this this llama if they could just 
put him on a different game and then hire another translator would be fantastic. Just to sort of speed things up. Like, hey, all right, guys, at the end of the week, the meeting where it's like, all right, show me everything you've done. It's like, all right, I decided Shai should be able to ride a llama. It's like, all right, you're out. We're going to yeah. get a translator. Um, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, we're Like, what? Oh, my God. This makes me sad. <sighs> God. It, you know, I don't know why, but it even... And it, during Christmas time, it's almost Christmas now. It's December 19th. We're six days away from arguably the biggest holiday where I live. And the smile on this alpaca's face is pissing me off. I'm just feeling like a Scrooge. All right, next up is ice fishing. Has a new mini game. Everyone can do it, apparently. Yeah, not just shies. Not just shies other people there ice fishing it has a new mini game it's gonna be loads of fun <laughs> Jesus now who has the energy well, problem here, here's the funny thing about it maybe if ice fishing is good enough maybe Rezar will be able to save up enough silver to get his fallen god armor oh no you didn't I listen here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing if they want to add like RP stuff like this, like go for it, right? But I would, I would like, I would like a report on how much time and and money in like hourly wage was wasted on this shit, just so I can have a reasonable level of outrage. Yeah. Well, they they gotta have stuff that fits the theme of the region, you know? They gotta make it all exciting and shit. Okay. Uh, after that, they had a list of things that are still in development, but are not quite ready yet. All right. We're just going to power through this list. All right. Uh, so content that's completely on hold 10 V 10, uh, the 10 V 10, uh, what were they calling it? The 10 V 10, um, they had a word for it. God, what is it? Anyone remember? No. Chat, help me out. 10 V 10 squad. Um... It wasn't squad. It was like another word for squad. Oh, 10v10 no, uh... crew battles. Yeah, crew battles. Yeah, crew battles. So 10v10 yeah, crew you, yeah. battles on hold, like just totally on hold. I guess they stopped development of it, of it entirely. Uh, the trading rework also on hold. In development is Reno of Solaire, the 1v1 uh, or 3v3. This time they said 1v1 or 3v3 ranked arenas. They showed an MMR screen um, with a level 55 lawn that was like in sixth place. Shows how busted that class is. Um, and they said they have the framework for the UI and the MMR and whatever. Uh, that's still in development. No time frame or release date. They said they're going to release two RBF maps still. Um, one will be... Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. They said they're going to release two maps for the arena. One will be open. One will have more obstacles. Ranking system with rewards. System will be based on your characters, not your family. It's still in development. No date. Um, RBF, they're going to make the new RBF uh, map in Valencia. New objectives, etc., etc., etc. They didn't... Um, it's going to be released in KR first. Um, it just hit Global Labs actually this weekend. Um, and we'll we'll talk about that in detail in a little bit. Um, Tier 10 Unicorn, no preview yet. It will be able to run on water. They're still working on it. New Calpheon Elvia Realm uh, will be after the Mountain of Eternal Winter release. The, they didn't really say too much about it. They showed the troll. They showed uh, combat with one of the trolls, like an Elvia troll, which looked pretty sick. 
Um, and then they talked about how there's going to be an Elvius Star's End, which I actually like that idea. That sounds really cool. Um, Black Star Raid is still <laughs> in development. Um, T10 Unicorn, uh, Lone Wolf's freaking out. He's like, it's a Jesus horse. <laughs> green, they still want to do green weapons with special effects based on changing environment. I wish they would just scrap that idea. It sounds horrible. This one is my favorite because the way I wrote it, I reread it the next day. I was like reading through my notes because, you know, we were drinking during it. So I was like, I don't know if I'm going to remember all this stuff. Yeah, we were we were fairly intoxicated. This Especially what... Frosty. I, <laughs> Frosty was pretty, pretty lit, dude. Yeah, once the alpaca got shown, I started taking shots. Um, <laughs> the terror Understandable. this is exactly how I wrote it down in my notes I'm going to read it verbatim here we go terror of the abyss explore the abyss with limited vision each time you die you only keep half the loot you can go deeper but it's risky period no real info dot 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 just reminded us it was an idea yeah, which is literally what they that. did they literally didn't even say anything new about it no new previews they just mentioned exactly verbatim what they mentioned the last time they announced it and showed nothing. So it's like, okay, I guess it's still on their minds. Uh, mini servers, they're still working on it. Still think that's a super weird thing. I don't know what the point of that is gonna be. Um, and then they went through a Q&A phase. So that was kinda the ball. And like, now obviously like there's a lot of stuff with the Mountain of Eternal Winter, for sure. There's a lot of content yeah. there, and I'm excited about a lot of that content. And I think it's going to be really cool and really fun. A lot of new stuff to go but, for. But overall, it's, for it's a worth ball, pointing out as well that that isn't exactly a new announcement. Well, yeah. yeah, but you knew. I mean, no region ever is, right? Like if they go announce the new region that that weird far away region that's supposed to be over and blah blah blah. Like it's still not something that's out. But now they actually had real stuff. Yeah. Actually, so a lot I of guess. the stuff in it was new. Like the items were new. Um, the the snowboarding, the, the alpacas, the, the ice alpacas, fishing. Showing you know, they the added spots. a lot of really meaningful stuff to it. Well, last time they said it was only going to be two grind spots. They showed like the the yetis and the pill bugs, and then this time they showed the pill bugs, the yetis, but also described two other grind spots that are like have mechanics, the new random bosses, new items, etc. Whatever. There's probably going to be yeah. a world boss too, if I'm. I'd imagine. And then the new quest line thing was kind of new, although I know for most veterans it doesn't really matter. Um, and we still don't know what the deal is with the giant area. Hopefully those those giants are actual mobs that we could fight. Why do you think there's going to be a world boss? I don't know why I think that, because there's not one in Odalita. There's, yeah, there's not one in Odalita. So that's, that's a good why question. I was curious. There's, that's a good question. I don't know why. And maybe there's not one. But maybe because they haven't done one in a while. Maybe. Oh, that's yeah. fair. That's, that's why I was, I was, uh, whenever you went to the bathroom, I was telling Ashley, like, dude, they, there's like no, there's seemingly no pattern. There's almost no pattern to what they decide to do with yeah. almost anything anymore. I mean, in that context, it was regarding region releases, like whether they're global, not global, when they they're going to come out, when they're going to announce them. But it, it also is literally is, picking it out of a hat. Yeah. It's also like, I don't know, like they broke convention with Odalita not having a, uh, world boss. So they broke convention with um, fucking surprising because Odalita, uh, you you could definitely figure out a world boss for that. There's a lot of like different like uh warring um you know mobs and uh, lore in that particular region. So yeah, they also broke convention with Dragon by not giving it any uh, decent grind spots. <laughs> 
Well, that was the thing. So that was one of the things they touched on for a split second because someone in during the Q&A, they mentioned if they're going to buff any other areas the same way they buff Valencia. And they said that Dregan and Kama are set to get like revamps uh, really? for the grind spots, similar to what happened to Valencia. Um, That'd be good. But that they have to be careful with them because they also have treasure items. So they don't want to make it like overly like a spot that everyone feels like they need to be. Um, they did say they're going to look into Gyphon <laughs> again. Um, and potentially have it be a one-man spot or something. Really? They said something. What was the Gyphon thing? Let me find yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Let me see. I had it. I think I wrote it down. Let's see. Do, do, do. Yeah, they said... Oh, they said that they were discussing a potential revamp to Gyphon and the possibility of making the underground area a one-man dungeon. Huh. The underground area. Yeah. Interesting. Which is like most people, if you've never died at Gyphon and had to respawn at Node, most people have never even seen that underground area. But when you die and respawn, you spawn underground in this like cave and you gotta walk out. That's where well, like the Node if you've done the if you've done the quest line, well actually, no, you I don't, don't think the new quest line takes you under there, but the old one did. Did the old one? I don't remember. I don't remember ever going um, in there until I was in a DG. Yeah, because the old one, you had to like turn into like this orb of light. Oh, some, you're right. You're right. And go yeah, through yeah. it. Correct, and it was yeah. like really confusing because the auto path never worked. But yeah, in the new quest line, actually, I just remembered because I just did the quest line not too long ago. Like, yeah, the new one, you don't go down there anymore. So now there's no reason to go down there. Yeah, there really kind of isn't. Actually strange, dude. Actually strange. But I'm okay with that. I, I, I kind of like the idea of a one-man dungeon. I think that's all right. Um... I think they said most of the grind spots in the Mountain of Eternal Winter are going to be more solo focused. If I remember that correctly. Didn't they say yes, that? Yes, I, I remember that them saying that as well. They said that they've been coming out with like a lot of party spots uh, lately and changing things to be party spots. So I think I remember them saying that as well. Something to the effect of like all of these are, are uh, solo spots. Which I remember... The only reason I really remember that is because I, I remember seeing a lot of people in the chat complaining, not in your chat, but in like the 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 the, the broadcasting streams chat. There's a lot of people like boo. Like they've given us so much party content lately. I don't know how you well, can think like like they it, haven't given us some of the spots. I, I think people don't realize. Like uh, Olun's is pretty fucking good. Uh. I think Turos actually, especially with the Fang changes, Turos is also pretty fucking good. And it's a chill spot. Like, once you get used to Turos, it's really chill. I literally grind Turos, like, every other day nowadays. Um, I CR, although that's more for lower-geared people, so for a lot of veterans, it doesn't mean that much, but CR is also a very good money spot for lower-geared people. Um, trees, they said they're going to revamp. Gyphon, they said they're going to revamp. Those are two party spots. Um... So it's not like there's none. Mm. I just uh I know I, I want more spots like Olun. If they're gonna do party spots, I want them to be more like Olun Valley instead of like CR. Like CR feels yeah. like just the circle grind, but two people happen to be with you, so it doesn't really feel like anything. But like Olun's is more like you actually have to like pay attention. So I don't know. Um we'll see what ends up happening. But yeah, they said that most of it's gonna be uh I think diversity is the main thing. Yeah, they right. Because I think having yeah. a spot like CR that where the mobs aren't super hard to kill is good because then you can go to that place and and do that that type of PVE where it's like Dynasty Warriors, right? 
but also having the uh, loons type of spot where you actually kind of have to pay attention. It's kind of like a bam type of mob, mm-hmm. right? Uh, oh so, yeah. yeah, I forgot. Both the uh, both the dungeons are also party spots. Yeah. See, that's what I was. That's what I was saying. Like, I don't know how people can feel like they haven't been like doing good in the party spot department lately. I think the second. I still think the second dungeon needs buffs for its rewards. It's so fucking hard. It's hard and takes a long time. The second dungeon needs better rewards. But yeah, I think I, like yeah, the one man dungeon thing is a good idea because again, just more diversity. Um, plus, I wonder if it's gonna be like bands, or if it's just gonna be like, because like yeah. Gyphon's hard to kill by yourself. Mm-hmm. They're tanky, so I wonder if they're gonna keep them like tanky, and it's gonna be like a bam situation, or if they're gonna nerf down the Gyphon mobs in the Gyphon dungeon so that you can grind them like normal. Interesting. Also, my my GVG is over now, so I'm paying attention. Hell yeah, dude! Welcome back. Now that we're Good. done, with the... I couldn't listen. I couldn't leave my GVG because I was the one who started it. You know the rules. Here's the thing. You know what we have, Reslar? We have way more party spots than we have fucking PvP content right now. So please, absolutely let's focus on arenas. This new RBF, which uh, I don't know if you guys are ready to talk about it. I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, let's talk yeah, about this the new RBF. RBF. Yeah, so this RBF yes. is a... Let me see if I could pull it up from my previous VOD. Maybe that'll be... Um, maybe that'll work. What day was the Global App Patch? Thursday? Thursday night? Um, there we go. Let's see. Where, where or when was I in the RBF? Here we go. Uh... All right. So now keep in mind, I was like, I was on Kuno and my gear is scuffed on there. So I was just like getting farmed when I was in there. But essentially there are, so you're running around Valencia city. You have a spawn point. Each team has a spawn point. You can kind of see where the towers are. They're always kind of like through the walls, So you can see them far away, or you can look at the mini map and see them as well. When you actually press the normal map, it doesn't really show you anything. Not sure if that's intended or if that's going to get changed when it actually comes out. But yeah, there's it's five capture points. You, the only thing you're trying to do, you can see your points and all the information is on the top left side. Um, it shows which towers are taken. When it shows the towers on fire, that means someone's on it, capturing yeah. it in that moment. So, yeah. So for for people that are like listening instead of watching, we should try and and clarify at the baseline. <laughs> this is a, a battlefield esque like you got to capture, take take control of, and hold multiple points. Mm-hmm. And then holding those rack up points, and then it's the first to a certain amount of points wins, correct? Yes, domination. Yes, domination. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's the first to 3,000 points. Your kills don't matter, your deaths don't matter, and each individual player does not have any points or score or anything. So you're only playing for points in the actual, like by by capturing these towers. Every time you capture a tower, I believe each tower gives you three points per second and so if you have five you're essentially getting 25 points per second and the first team to 3,000 wins so it lasts somewhere between like 15 20 minutes um 
But yeah, the cool thing is, so uh, here's some of the concerns and I want to address a lot of the concerns that people had. One, people are going to be camping on roofs. So it's going to be a nightmare fighting like rangers, archers, wizards, whatever, which is that are camping on roofs. But there are so many ways to get on a lot of these roofs that I don't think that that's nearly as much of a problem as normal RBF, just because a normal RBF, normally when you see someone up on a roof, you have to climb the roof all awkwardly right in front of them. And you're just like getting yeah. hit by shit, you know? Whereas this one, you can climb up multiple ways on these buildings to get up on a roof. And even if they're camping on a roof, you can still do something by like just going to a totally different tower and and trying to steal it. Um, so like if they're camping on a roof over one tower, there's four other towers. You could just go take one of those towers. You're not like beholden to the single tower that they're camping on a roof near. Um, the other thing is as far as like gear score, obviously you use your full gear in here. But one of the reasons them not counting kills as anything, one of the reasons them not counting your deaths as anything, one of the reasons them not counting uh, any of your kills as like you getting points is a good thing is because your gear really doesn't matter that much. You can still help your team in here even if you have completely shit gear. If you just want to hop on a trial character, you 100% can help your team win. Yeah. Even if you don't have like good gear because... Anyone can run around someone else and go grab a tower. Mm -hmm. Or you could like help someone in like the 2v2, like with CCs and stuff, even if you don't do like that much damage or just run around. Like you can be helpful towers. just by playing smart. You don't have to be good at PvP necessarily. Exactly. Um, and then the other concern is like having DP memes uh, inside the tower, like trying to get them actually off of points. And one of the reasons that is. Um, uh, was addressed in here. One of the reasons that, or how that was addressed in here, which by the way, you see me over here. For some reason, I can't see swap when I have moon slash to the left and it's tilting the fuck out of me. It's like bugged on Global Labs. Anyway, um, they, everyone's like, your evasion and DP get reduced when you're inside those circles. So if you're some DP meme, you're going to be killable when you're in a circle. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So it's not like if you have some crazy 540 DP shy, they're going to be a lot more, a lot more. A lot easier to kill. Does it oh, wait? What does, does it, it exactly like stack? Making? Does it like stack over time so you become less tanky? I, the longer it didn't you mention it, that. Or it, how just, does it, work? it just said that their evasion and DR is like reduced when they're inside the circle. So I don't know exactly by because, how much. Uh, they didn't say the formula or anything. Yeah, my concern would be like if I am a gearlet with low DP, I go in this circle and now I'm literally dying to like one fireball from a wizard outside the circle, right? Yeah. That would be my concern. So if it's like percentage based, then that's fine. Yeah. If it is like the longer you sit in it, the more it ticks down, then I guess that would be fine because then you can just like stay out of the circle for a little while to reset it. Um, I don't know. I, but then again, you could just do that as a DP meme. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So I hope that's percentage based. I, I don't know if it is, but the kill speed felt fairly normal. Some people are asking, does it have RBFDR? It felt like it to me. It feels like there's RBFDR. There were definitely times where I got people really low and then Spin Spree healed them, per usual. Even the buffed version of Spin Spree, so that was upsetting and sad. Um, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm not exactly sure how it works. It didn't feel too bad. Most people were fighting inside the circle for a decent amount of time that it, it wasn't like that horrible. I, I don't know how the it scales, 
But essentially, the whole point of it is to prevent DP memes from like having a huge advantage. So, right, yeah. which makes sense. Um, the I just other don't thing, know if that's the way to solve that. The other thing uh -huh. is, uh, it was incredibly fun. Like, it, it's actually so fun, dude. I, I, like, I had a ton of fun. Like, running around, like, seeing people, like, oh shit, there's three people at that point. I'm gonna run a completely different direction, go to the other point because they're not paying attention. Like, I don't know, the whole thing, it, it was actually a ton of fun in there. And we only had, like, 12 or 13 people, and I was dealing with the bugs from my stupid Happoon Slash, which you could see me sitting here doing it again and again, because it was really tilting me. <laughs> Every, I'm like, I literally, like, apparently I l moved to the left C-swap Happoon all the time. And, uh, yeah, me slow swapping every time because of it was pissing me off. Um, my biggest issue with it are two things is one, I think ninjas and kunas shouldn't be able to, they should be revealed if they're in the circle. I don't think you should be in concealment. Oh, you could just sit in and invis? Yeah. And more. Yeah, that's probably not good. More egregious than that, because at least they can be hit out of concealment is if you're like, a sork like i'm pretty sure you could just capture the point and hold your iframes and there's like nothing anyone could do you know what i mean like while you're just yeah. spamming nightcrow or if you're in nightmare or nocturne I, i'd have to test it but i'm pretty sure when you're in nightmare which by the way lasts 10 seconds now if it's completely off cooldown you're just capturing the point like while you're invisible and can't be hit so those things kind of need to be addressed like if you're completely like maybe make it while you're invincible in any invincible frames or invisible that it's just not adding progress towards the bar. Yeah. Probably if you're... I don't know how the mechanics work, so I don't know if this would be fine. But maybe just make it to where if your character is not visible, then you're not capturing the point. Yeah. Exactly. Um... The game was going to be pretty fun, though. Like, all in all. Oh, I it, think it's people are just going to be... Yeah, I think people are just going to be excited to not be in TDM anymore. Yeah. Well, that That's one of the, the main concerns. The other main concern is they... I wish they would just do... This is like a whole game thing. This needs to be changed. Please, if there is an object behind me, just make that object transparent and don't change my zoom level. Please, for the love of God. It's yeah, really bad. That, that kind of stuff is... That kind of stuff is awful, and with all the buildings and everything, I could see that being pretty. Yeah, bad. I was gonna ask about that. So this is in Valencia mm -hmm. City, right? So this is you're running, presumably, like in and out of buildings and like through yep. like arches pretty frequently. Yep. So how does that feel in terms of like PvP? Well, the PvP part of it feels great. It, it honestly was really fun, especially because. This has an element of like, you feel like you could just run away a lot because there's so many, you can actually like ditch somebody if you know the town well, mm. right? Like you can go, to, there's so many paths and corridors and things you could jump on that it's actually really fucking awesome. The problem is, is like I was saying is the zoom thing is really fucking annoying, which by the way, yeah, this is that new really bad serpent ascension. You see this guy? Here's the serpent clip that Nakani was just asking for in chat. So he grabs me, serpents me. Let's see, what, what health am I at? I'm at 4,200. So he grabs me. Uh, I'm at 3,900 when he uses serpent and zero. That's the nerfed serpent, <laughs> by the way. Um. So, yeah, I, it's like the the whole... 
zooming thing like actually was irritating. Like I only played two games and I was getting annoyed by the camera zooming. And I don't know if that's something they'll ever fix in this game, but God, I really they, hope they, they do. They really need to. Dude, it's like, because yeah. in Node Wars, it's already annoying in Node Wars anytime there's trees and stuff, but like, dude, it's not that hard. It's so it's so disorienting. It's really disorienting, and it changes your view a lot. Like, you kind of have yeah. to go top-down view as, as much as you can when you're running around in this Valencia area. Like, here where this capture point is on this clip that people are watching, like, I if I move my camera to the left, I literally get zoomed in, and it's impossible to see the enemies. So it's just, yeah, hopefully that gets changed. Um, but so yeah, I have and those, those are just, yeah, go ahead. So is the, is it Valencia city? They've made no changes to it. Like it's literally just Valencia city. <sighs> so I'm not as privy to the layout of Valencia city as other people might be. So other people might be better to answer that. It's not the entirety of Valencia city. Cause there is kind of a circle region, but it is pretty huge. It probably took me like 60 seconds to get from the two, like furthest points from each other. So it's actually relatively spread out, which I like a lot too. I don't know what the amount of people or the limit is in here. Uh, so people are all saying the city is the exact same. So it's the it's just normal Valencia city. There's no actual changes. There's no NPCs or anything. Okay. But yeah, I so guess then, it's the normal city. But there's a lot to this city. I never realized how many like... I mean, you see me running around through all these stairs and alleyways and all sorts of like cool stuff to get to different yeah. paths. It's actually really sick. Yeah, there's a lot of, yeah. there's a lot of cool aspects to the city. And I, I'm glad they actually did it utilizing the city. I think that's a really cool... Um, yeah, urban warfare, dude. Yeah. Um, but part two to this question is, where do you spawn then? Do you spawn like on a roof so that you can't be like spawn trapped by like people or like? Um. Okay. So here, I'm gonna die right here. So where I spawn, um, let's see. Hold on. Let's see. I respawn. I respawn at like the edge, like my team's edge of the city. And there's uh -huh. a black circle there, so you can't go any further. It's basically like the outer edge. But I don't know. I never had an enemy in my spawn. Uh, so can can the enemy get to your spawn? I, I actually don't know if they can or can't. Because it, it never happened in my games. Um, but yeah. Some people are saying there's an invisible wall that you can't attack through. That would be good because could you imagine the spawn camping? Because you know people. Yeah, because that's it. that's what I'm concerned about, right? Is that like listen as much as much fun as much as everyone's gonna enjoy this new RBF, the old RBF, the age old RBF problems are still gonna exist. Mainly the teams, the balancing or lack thereof. Even the amount of people on each team is never actually correct in RBF because it's just so stupid the way they assign people to teams. So there's definitely going to be RBFs where you're going to have like fucking 25 people on one team and then 10 on the other. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering like what ways are there? Because like in normal RBF, even though it's not that helpful, there is some way to try to counteract that with the RBF buff, right? And the fact that you 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 can't kill people as soon as they spawn right you have a kind of an opportunity to you know prepare you take the rbf buff you know that they're going to be sitting at the bottom of the little thing you got to jump down right so like what is the equivalent of right. those countermeasures so, so in, in this, this rbf here i'll answer that now I, i'm i have a more clear picture of it so basically 
uh, I guess they could technically camp spawn or spawn your camp, but you everyone automatically spawns with the RBF buff. No matter oh. what. Like the moment you leave your spawn, you have it. Which is kind of two different things. So one, obviously, if people are camping you, you could just push them off a little bit easier since you're going to have the spawn buff. Two, there are multiple paths you can go right when you spawn. So if you do just like take your spawn buff and just want to run to go try to capture points on the other side of the map or whatever, you could do that as well. Um, and then the the spawn zone is, I guess it's a safe... Let me see. Let me see when I die. I don't remember if it was... I can't tell if it's a safe zone because Valencia City is blue the whole way through. So it's hard to say. So I don't know if you can't damage people right in the spawn area or not. I'm not I'm not too sure, but yeah, Valencia City icon is blue like everywhere I go. So okay. it's hard to say if like what the deal is with that. Um but the other thing is because the spawn buff is 15 seconds or whatever it is, I think it's 15 or 12 seconds. Yeah, it's 12 seconds. The capture point that's closest to each spawn is going to be the hardest to get because you still have like four or five seconds of spawn buff when you get to it. Right. So those, the two on the edge is going to be the hardest. And I, I don't think it's going to be that easy to spawn camp someone. I think it's actually going to be really hard. Okay. Interesting. Um, someone's saying they got an MMR system. I don't know how you do an MMR system for Dominion or for Domination, but <laughs> I don't know. What... I, RBF doesn't need an MMR system. No, it doesn't even need to be it. that complicated. It just needs to try to equal the teams and the amount of players they have. The biggest problem with RBF in terms of its balance isn't even gear score necessarily, although that can be an issue. That's very rarely the issue is that there's too many geared people on one team. The issue is always that because of when people like leave or DC or whatever, there always ends up being like double the amount of people on one team than the other. And it's a snowballing problem where somebody gets annoyed that his team has like five less people than the enemy team. He leaves along with like some other people, right? And now it's 10 less people and then it's like 15 less people. It's just a problem that gets exponentially worse. I don't know how you solve this. I don't know... I feel like the easiest way to solve this is you take somebody like, let's say that there's a five person difference or like a four person difference, right? This is after 10 minutes have passed. So no more people can join, right? You have a four person difference in the teams, take two people from one team, slap them on the opposing team and then give them win rewards, regardless of whether they win or lose. So that there's no, like you're not being punished for trying to, yeah, but like if, rebalance the teams. Yeah, but then you just have the AFK people is the problem. And you already have a lot of them because the EXP, like the Brias of the world that literally just AFK and don't help your team at all. So there's a waste Well, of I space. think that's a different problem entirely, though, that needs to be solved on its own. Yeah, but if you get... Well, how? I mean, because they're not actually AFK. They're just running around not doing anything watching Netflix. I mean, I don't um, know. Like, giving everyone a reward, the same reward for participating, I, I don't... I'm not, I'm not saying give it. everyone. I'm saying give the people who are getting moved over. 
So if you're on the team that's going to win because you have double the amount of people as the enemy team, and then you get moved to the losing oh, I see, team, I see, I see. we don't okay, take okay. away your winning rewards because you got moved to the losing team. I got you. I see. You're saying it, it shifts you. It's like you it rebalances mid-thing if it's completely yes. one-sided. I got you. Okay. Yes, exactly. Yes. And then the people who get shifted get the rewards of winning whether they win or lose because you don't want to fuck them by giving them losing rewards when they were originally on the winning team. Right. I mean, in here, like, I, I don't feel like be... that's that hard to do. It, you don't even need to do gear score. You don't need to do MMR. You just need to do like people. Yeah, it, they could also do like, I don't know. In, in this version of the RBF, they could do something along the lines of keeping track of like how many points you captured and giving you like your reward slowly gets better and better the more effort or the more you contributed to the actual thing, and not have it be based on kills and deaths, but more on capturing points. Yeah. That that would be kind of interesting too. Uh, I don't. We don't know what the rewards are exactly. I don't think they mentioned what the rewards are going to be when it comes to live. Um. So I have no idea. Incoming fucking ten mil an hour, dude. Yeah, I mean that. That's my expectation that it's going to be nothing. But for as much as much as they talk about how they want PvP to move out of open world and into like node wars and battlefields and stuff because they talked a lot about that at the ball i don't think uh like if you didn't watch you wouldn't know about it because it wasn't like a highlight or anything it was just something that they kept bringing up over and over again how they want to remove pvp from like they they want to remove the ability for you to like flag up and kill somebody they want to they want to more incentivize like consensual pvp i guess you could say which is like fine, but like you know how you could do that in a really good way is actually make the rewards good for consensual PvP instead of like being dog shit money. Alright, they did not say they want to remove the ability for you to flag up and kill people for the record. They did not say that. No. They they said that they wanted to cause a lot of people were asking them, like, are do you have any plans to, to change karma? And they said no. But they, they They said change karma to add things for red players like the Muquins and the desert system and the jail system and all that. They said they weren't interested in it, they had no plans of changing it, like yada right. yada yada. They their so, phrasing on the killing people was we don't want you to feel like your first option is to kill people like just to flag up and kill people that's what, how they worded yeah. it but it seems very much to me like they're trying to decentivize open world pvp for the most part at least non-consensual right with the flagging and being red and all that stuff and they're trying to incentivize like areas of pvp i think they literally said at one point we want people to be able to pvp in areas where they're they're fighting other players that want to pvp and then they said like battle arena like rbf and it's like okay that's great but why are you not making changes that represent that philosophy that you have like that's what's annoying yeah How yeah they they just they basically just keep nerfing pvp in general open world pvp yeah, they just keep making open world PvP worse and harder to do without incentivizing people to go PvP in areas that would be like consensual where they want people to go PvP at. It makes no sense. So I don't know. Maybe this will be different. Maybe they'll the rewards for this RBF will actually be good. But um I doubt it, and that's upsetting. And they need to fix that. Yeah. Yeah, Rosar needs his fallen god. <laughs> he needs to be able to farm RBS all day. 
I mean, I feel like it's not too much to ask to make decent money per hour doing, like, PvP. Nope. We've been asking for it for years. I, I also agree. And I, I always, like, too, PvP... I always lean towards, like, it doesn't even need to be competitive with grinding. It just needs to be where at the end of a day, yeah. if you spent eight hours PvPing, you feel like, oh, cool, I made uh, 700 mil today or whatever the fuck it is. You know, like it's so funny listening to life schoolers complain about how little money they make compared to grinding. It's like laughs and only PVPs. Like, <laughs> it's so silly. Like, you enjoy life skilling, you want to make money. Like, I enjoy PVP, I want to make money. I don't know. It's annoying. Well, hopefully, if it does make you money, hopefully it's not raw silver and it's actual <laughs> like items that are worth money yeah i mean i would be fine with that give us some give us like, some the, fucking, like the old uh, shadow uh, arena yeah, yeah, yeah shadow arena rewards dude give yeah. us some shadow arena rewards where we get like accessories and shit that'd be dope i'm down with that they'd that have to they'd, sick. they'd have to update that actually me and divios like linked to the shadow arena rewards the other day and it's actually kind of funny how outdated that box is now <laughs> yeah 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 they'd have to update it we i mean that was what that was 20... stones in there that was 2018, right? Yeah, I think so. That's so that's like, dude, the game is so different from 2018. Yeah, it is. It's crazy. I don't know, though, like, yeah. like, back then, one sharp, one hard, and two memory fragments was like fucking nuts. <laughs> because I, I, sharps and hearts weren't viable. I am 100% like agree with like, it doesn't have to be a bunch of money. Because again, like we said earlier, there's already too much inflation in the game. So like, give us items. Yep. That'd be dope. Give us, give us like, uh, give us like, uh, fucking boxes, like accessory boxes and shit. Like, why not? Make mm -hmm. sure. Um, does anyone have? I forgot to grab a a reference. Does anyone have a link to the new class silhouette that they released? Uh, I can probably find it. <clears throat> um, it was really funny because we got completely baited. At Yes, um, yes, we did. We got I got it. So baited, and it was it was hilarious. Um, I'm posting it in the Discord. Hold on, I don't know if uh, the Jules. Thank you so much for the raid. Appreciate it, Jules. Hi, Jules. Jules, longtime friend of the show. Um, oh, yeah, we had him on as a guest pretty early, didn't we? Yeah, dude, way early on. I All always right. feel like it's it's always crazy to think about like uh how long we've been doing this. Because I think, like, ah, oh, he was on fairly recently, and then I'm like, oh, wait, no, that was, like, a year and a half ago. Holy shit. So the bait... Yeah, it was a little bit ago. The bait that is really, really funny. Um, the Wukong. <laughs> um, the bait that was really, really funny is Wukong. We saw all the pictures of Wukong. It was like, oh, hey, did you see this new class? <laughs> I remember in our, in our group chat, it was like, did you see this class? And it's like, yeah, we saw yep. it. Uh, I guess, like, leaked screenshots, leaked skills, blah, 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 blah. And then when they come out to talk about a new class, they're like, yeah, we, um, that's another class idea similar to like the, the Rudum where we were kind of messing with it, but this is the actual next class that's coming out. And they released a silhouette of what looks to be a female in heels holding a giant sword. Yeah. Of some sort. It was pretty funny how they said it too. They, they said it like, I forget exactly how they phrase it, but it was basically like, so we we actually do pay attention to like the community guys, and so we've we've noticed that you guys have been talking a lot about the Wukong class, and that's not the next class, just so you're aware. Nope. <laughs> it was like really funny how they phrased it. 
It's it's kind of funny that they uh, even had all that stuff to bait the players in the first place. What do we think kind of this class is? Well, she's wearing a mask with horns. She's wearing she ha on her left shoulder. There's a dragon. Yeah, I've dragon knight's been a very popular thing that people have been saying. And really, it, it I also even heard that once. on her elbows, it looks like there's some sort of like what you would see, kind of like the uh, that that the cartilage between like the bones of like a bat wing or a dragon wing is what it looks like. It's kind of on the elbows. Um, and then her these things look kind of like chains. So I don't know. It definitely yeah. has a dragon vibe to it. Nashi, you haven't heard the Dragonite thing because they're not talking about the new BDO class in the New World Discord. Uh, in. Yeah, I guess not. <laughs> they aren't, actually. They're just talking about ways to exploit silver and gold. Yeah, that's true. And how to figure out swimming. No, yeah, Dragonite's been pretty popular, guess. Uh, I've also heard, uh, like, Death Knight. <laughs> Someone said it's going to be a female Dark Knight. <laughs> female oh Dark Knight, of course, of course. <laughs> A female Komodo Dragon Knight. I don't know. This is... uh. Now, I, again, this is another thing that I, I have a feeling is going to be the March Calfion Ball announcement and reveal and yeah. teaser, and they'll actually have the trailer and all that, but... I don't know. You you can't really go wrong with uh, a sword. I know a lot of people like Amritat and Bear that are like, all I've wanted in this game is just a, a female character with a giant sword. Please win. So... Looks like it's going to finally happen. Well, doesn't DK have a giant sword? Yeah, but she doesn't actually really use the giant sword that much, and it's a little bit too, like, curved and edged. This one They is want, more... like, a great sword. Yeah, they want a female warrior, essentially. Okay. That's, like, pure melee. <laughs> yeah. Um, the best part of that announcement to me was that they're apparently still working on the Rudum class. No, they're not. It's never coming. So that's what they said. They said they're still working on the Rudum class. There's mm -hmm. still hope for not like model level attractive uh, characters. You're gonna get an orc, dude. I hope. Well, what if when they reveal this character, she isn't wearing a mask and it's actually a dragon lady with a dragon tail and everything? I, if this is like a Shivana type class, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Where it's like that she actually is like part dragon that can like turn into dragon and shit. I don't I don't think that's gonna be it. I think it's just gonna be she has fiery mystic animations. <laughs> we have a little fire dragon running around her for her skills. The problem for But me, if she was some sort of like half dragon thing, that'd be neat. The problem for me is that the silhouette looks a lot like Awakened Corsair silhouette. Just the weapon's a little bit different. The rest looks very similar to me. Obviously, like, a different outfit, but the vibe seems similar. I don't know. I'm sure when they re reveal it, it's going to look sick, and I'm going to be hyped. But for now, it feels so far away. Anyway. So, I don't know. Not that yeah. excited. We'll see. Well, plus, I think everyone's more looking forward to reworks, right? We have yeah. to get through reworks before people start getting hyped for a new class, I think. Yeah, exactly. Um, they showed a rework trailer. Did you guys see this rework trailer? I did. Uh, I, well, I, I think it I did. You guys. Oh, did you? Yeah, I think I watched. Yes. Not, not the trailer. The uh, the demo. The like twenty minute one. The de yeah. The demos, yeah. the combos. Yeah, and stuff. is that isn't that the one I linked in the chat? I don't know. I don't. I don't know. 
When? Damn, Frosty it. just straight up ignores my messages. Okay. Well, I'm scrolling back. I don't I don't see it. I don't even see it. Did you link it to us? I'm pretty sure I did. Did I not? Um Oh, you know what? I didn't link it in our chat. I linked it in the Discord. That's my bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's my bad. I linked it in the Discord. Um yeah, the com. I, the problem is whenever they they're just showing off skills. I, I, everyone's like mad about the combos. Like, oh, they don't play their game, and it's like, dude, it's literally just yeah, supposed to be a demonstration of the skills. Yeah, they're yeah. they're it's, literally just doing that. That's all. It's crazy. It's like, oh my. Although I am gonna be honest, I'm impressed that the Sork Mouse mood violation. I was gonna ask about that. This can it does that just go backwards now if you like press a certain button, or did they actually mouse move it? Not that I know of. Maybe, maybe. Hold also, I love that the succession berserker combo was like five skills. <laughs> That's all you need. Alright. Um I don't know yeah, no, why, the, but that the, just made me laugh. The combos were weird and rough for sure, but it was just supposed to be a demonstration of the skills. It wasn't people get it take it way too seriously. Also, I don't know, man. This idea that like if you're not a fucking god tier at your class as a developer, I'm like thinking back to uh I don't know, none of the StarCraft development team were fucking pro gamers. And everyone seemed okay with that team. Well, I just wondered okay. if they played their game too, but it's like... But see, the, the, there's an extreme though, right? So, like, you don't have to be a professional, but I think you do need to spend time playing it, obviously. Okay, and but... unfortunately, they, they do play BDO, but it's unfortunate that there's been this stigma that they've had for a very long time. Uh, especially in NA, I think that the whole uh, the chimney thing, you remember Chimney Gate? Right. That was that was a really bad that was a really bad look for uh the devs, even though that wasn't even the devs, but it just reinforced this idea that like the people who run this game don't play it, even if that's an incorrect take. Yeah, it's like I, I don't know. Like they have some people playing the game for sure. You could just tell. I, I don't know. It's like um do I think that they're the best at it? Also do like some of the like balance or like visual animation decisions are based on like just stuff that they think is going to be cool. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're never going to just do like, Hey, so what do you want us to design? All right, cool. We'll just copy everything you just said. We'll just do that. Perfect. Yeah. Thanks for the info. It's like, it's just well, never going to be much that. All the animations look way better. Yeah. All the animations do look better. All right, wait, where is the, is it this one? Also, I finally, when I watched that trailer, Frosty, I finally saw what you were talking about with the Kuno ruins thing. Mm -hmm. Like, you have this nice, like, UI element, like the martial shards for Mystic and uh, uh, Striker. Yeah. And it looks really nice and super clean. But then you have these ugly-ass floating Sork orbs <laughs> around. Dude, I, I, I like, hate the Sork the orbs. What the hell? I hate the Sork orbs, and I now I don't even like the buffs on my bar. Just give us only one of the three interfaces, please. Yeah, the 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 martial shard type looking thing is is fine. Like, yeah. I don't understand why they need to do more than that. It looks good. It looks clean. It it doesn't look exactly like martial shards, but it's in that same like uh, <clears throat> it's the same exact design, which is very clean and easy to read and easy to notice. 
I don't understand why we also have to have Cirque Floaty Orbs and I guess, yeah, buffs on your bar on top of that. But then again, I don't play the class, so my opinion's irrelevant. In fact, I'm not allowed to have one, so I apologize for everything I just said. Yeah, shame on you. Yeah. Um, Thinking about other classes and... Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just mesmerized by this sick warrior combo in this trailer. God damn, dude. Sick warrior <laughs> combo, dude. <laughs> Are we gonna talk about? He uses the PVE skill in the in the in the combo. Gotta love it. Who got the shortest? I actually I I thought about trying to figure this out when I was looking at it, but I couldn't be uh, bothered to do it because I didn't actually care that much. What class has the shortest like trailer footage? I think it just by looking at it, I was like, I think it might be Kuno. Is Maywa Kuno? No, no, Archer has the shortest. Archer does yeah, Archer have the Archer's shortest? the shortest. Maywa and Kuno are probably tied for second. Yeah, it wasn't very long. Even the shot. But Archer's kind of Archer's kind of you can't you can't you can't do Archer though. Like you can't compare Archer. Yeah, because that's it doesn't true. Have succession. Yeah, it doesn't have suck. That's true. I guess so really, based on that, it's... it would be bigger. So it'd be Maywa or Kuno. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they both look. Rough boys. Maywa might be. Let's see. Maywa starts at fifty-four and ends at thirty-six. Kuno starts at twenty-seven, ends at fourteen. Yeah, they're pretty similar. Um, yeah, I've been saying like I'm pretty bummed out. Like when I look at like the Maywa trailer and how they fancied up some animations, or the Sork trailer and they like completely fancied up like violation and turn back slash animation. And I don't know why I don't know why Kuno didn't get any new animations at all. Like even on existing skills. Like I'm not saying we need a new skill, but like it would have been cool if they made Lunar Dash look cooler or if they made Spin Spree a little bit fancier looking or something. They didn't get any new animation. Right. Musa got a bunch. Like Zerker has new yeah, skills. Yeah, Musa like got any, a bunch, yeah. Anyone who has a new skill got a bunch. Like oppression looks fancy. The the new uh tip of the iceberg has that weird like bubble animation in the ice like there's like just like little yeah. subtle things and i don't know i don't know what happened to the kuno once look at that mouse move turn back or that mouse move didn't violation. they say they weren't done with it i don't know and people keep I telling they me said that they I, don't, I haven't seen i haven't seen anything that says they're not done maybe because their skills don't have fps problems i don't i don't think so did violation have fps issues not mouse movement. I think it's because how, it, how do they you do? You know, it? if they changed your animations too much, it would mess with your class identity. You know. Yeah. Why is it got? Why is Akuno got to be so flashy, Frosty? You're a ninja, basically. Yeah, Frosty. Be happy. Be happy with your your black ink looking animations. <laughs> that totally makes sense for your class thematically and aesthetically. I'm I'm mostly talking about the awakening. I I didn't expect the suck to get crazy animations just because her skills just don't really have like, they're not like flat big flashy skills in general. But awakening has a lot of like flashy yellow sparks and stuff. So kind of surprised. Surprised. Oh, people are saying you can just move backwards in violation with the reboot. What do you have to do to do it? Ooh, that's really cool because it's like, it looks so smooth. Burns shards. I think that matters now at all on Sork. Um. All right. 
Zerker looks good. All right, so I wanted to ask you guys, I'll just let this run in the background while it's going. Um, oh, okay. All right, if anyone, if anyone receives a message from Amritat, do not click it. His account, yeah, got, got, his account got hacked, yeah. That's what that was. I was like, why yeah. is he sending me do like not, Do not shit? click any links from Amritad on Discord. His account got hacked. Poor Amritad, dude. How do you get your account? How do you like... How do you... Like, how does face? your Discord get hacked? Like, what? Yeah, that sucks. God damn. He down bad for that free Nitro. Yeah, he sent me a link and I was like, what the fuck? I just replied to it. I didn't click it. I just replied and said, what the fuck? Are you hacked? <laughs> he never answered. Then he just messaged me on a different account. Said, "Do not open anything that came from my Discord. My account got hacked." Ah, oh, poor Asame, dude. All right, so I wanted to ask you guys about the reworks. We are very, very close to the release. The release is three sleeps away, right? Three sleeps. Two, three. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Three sleeps away. Um. Now they are they still have been making change like every time a patch comes out there are some changes here there like some more subtle changes but now that you have seen your classes rework we'll just talk about your individual class um and now that the these last 2 weeks I don't know if you guys have been following but they basically nerfed the damage like on everything um all the crazy damage that was like kind of nuts they nerfed maybe some of it still slipped through the cracks but a lot of damage got nerfed pretty hard so Compared to global labs, not like compared to live, unless you're an awakened mystic. So, question is, how are you guys feeling about your current rework, and which ones are you kind of thinking are are going to be the scary ones now that things have been changed a little bit? Uh, starting with you, Nayashi. Sork. I think it'll be scary. You think Sork will be scary? Why? I mean, all they did was. Just improve everything that's already pretty strong, so... And they still kept all their iframes, basically. So, it's just gonna be devastating, I feel. Warrior doesn't look as impressive as I was uh, anticipating it being. I mean, it looks good, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't look as impressive as some of the others. You don't think it's gonna be the meta? What? Warrior? Warrior? Not for large scale. Yeah. I mean, it's just no way around it. Like, I, I don't see Warrior performing amazingly in large scale. They'll probably do a little bit better than what they currently do, but... Yeah, I don't think the reworks really did much to address large scale concerns for a lot of melee classes, honestly. I mean, uh, the good the good news is that Zerker is no longer a melee class, so uh, we're fine. True. Yeah, you guys are archers now, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, and on your Mewa, how you feeling? Large scale is going to be pretty impressive for Awakening, at least. Um, one v ones, we'll have to see. And PVE. PVE, they both look pretty solid. Um, what about large scale and suck? Uh, large scale and suck. 
I'll have to wait and see. So they did get some decent damage increases and whatnot, and they um they have the ability to stay in uh red blade state much longer now. But uh Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh Reslar, what class are you most afraid of now that you now that we're in the home stretch? Um I don't know. I think well, there's a lot of classes that could end up being really, really strong. Uh, Sork is up there. Striker, for sure, is like looking really powerful. Zerker's looking really strong. I think if I had to pick one class that I'm like most scared of, uh, probably be Striker, in all honesty. Um, both Awakening and Succession, I think, got some really, really good changes that are gonna make them very, very powerful. Um, as far as, like, Zerker, Zerker's looking really, really strong. They've obviously nerfed the shit out of Q-Buff and Grabs, so now nobody has any reason to complain anymore. And Seismic, on top of that. Everything that everyone's complained about for years has gotten nerfed, so now there's no reason to complain about Zerkers anymore. So that's gonna be fun. Um, but yeah, they're looking, they're looking pretty strong. They've kind of swapped them more to being like a ranged class, which is kind of weird. Um, they still have close range damage potential, but, uh, not as much, it seems like, and they're more consistently like, uh, ranged potential now, which is interesting. I'd say in 1v1, you're not going to see much difference in Berserker. You're going to see a little bit of a difference on bad Berserkers that don't realize that uh, grabs aren't going to be protected anymore, right? Oh, um, yeah, true. On attempt, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, like bad Zerkers are going to get CC'd out of grabs all the time because they're just not being careful with them. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you're not going to see too much of a difference in like 1v1. Uh, small scale, I think Zerker is going to be way, 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 way stronger. Mm -hmm. um, giving them more ranged potential 24-7 is going to make them way more powerful in small scale, I think. And then in large scale, <sighs> I think it's going to kind of even out in large scale. Q-buff isn't a thing anymore, so that takes down their effectiveness once every three minutes. But you have more range potential permanently. So I think that those two things kind of even out, I think. So that's still going to be strong in large scale. Um, it's going to be more consistent, certainly, but it's not going to have the same impact that it does currently on live with Q-Buff. So. Do you think it's going to be more fun? Uh, that's subjective. Obviously. Yeah. Right? That's why I'm asking you. Do you think I think it will be more fun? Yes, I think it will be more fun. Um, but that's subjective. I've seen a lot of people that say they really don't like that Zerker's going in like this more range direction. Um, but I really like it, actually. I think it's fine to push it in that direction. Um, especially with them nerfing grabs. Uh, the protection on grabs and getting rid of uh, one of our grabs. Uh, I think it's fine to push it in the range direction. And I think that it's going to be pretty decent shift a pretty sizable shift to the way that we play the class which is going to be fun if nothing else it's going to be fun just to learn how to play the new berserker even if i don't end up liking what the new berserker is it'll be fun just trying to figure it all out yeah 
Um, what about? I guess the... what? At the end of the day, if I don't like New Berserker, there's a bunch of other classes that also got reworked. I can go try, and I plan on trying also. What about the yeah. PV on Zerker? Awaken Zerker. Yeah, so I I talked about this in our group chat. Um, I'm a bit concerned okay. that they listen. I don't know what the scalings are. I don't know what the damage is because damage on Global Labs is so fucked. But there's a really like. High chance, high probability, I think, that Awakened Zerker ends up becoming the best grinder in the game. Honestly. Uh, the fact that you can split shot off cooldown means that you can uh, just annihilate packs very, very quickly. So it's it's good for like one-shot spots, right? Because now you can split shot after Ancient Wave, Titan Blow, uh, Seismic, and the new skill that I still don't know the name of. Uh, and I accidentally just Q-buffed at Polly's, so these mobs are getting annihilated now, I guess. So, it's really good for those spots, but it's also really good for, like, the, the more tanky spots, like a Tauros or a, uh, or a, uh, Oloons or something like that, right? Because you can combo all of these skills together in, like, this huge chain of damage, right? Assuming that you're not getting, uh, CC'd. Yeah. So, I... <laughs> Listen, I, I, I'm not saying it will be, and I'm not saying that it needs to be like buffed or nerfed before I see it. I think that it has a potential of being the next like suck lawn or suck sage or something. In all honesty, okay. Well, it's going to be competing with Zerker because I, I keep hearing Zerkers tell me that spin damage is even more nuts in PVE than before. Suck Zerker, you mean? Yeah, suck Zerker spin damage. So good luck beating the suck yeah. Zerker in PVE. But, uh, like, here's the thing, though. Since the addition of Seismic, Awakened Zerker is already better than Suck Zerker at grinding. It's just that it's way more APM, and a lot of people don't want to put in the effort. Right. A lot of people grind on Suck Zerker because it's easy, not because it's better than Awakening. So I think that you're going to have, even with the buff to spend, you're probably going to have a similar situation where it's not that Suck is bad at grinding. Suck is good at grinding. It's just that Awakening is better, but you have to put in more effort. And I think it's going to be the exact same after reworks. I'm being told that the new skill is called Scattershot. Okay. That's a ranger skill for sure, so it fits. I actually don't know. That sounds like a skill that could be a ranger shot, doesn't it? Or a ranger skill. It does. It does sound like a ranger skill. So I'm cycling through. I'm just going through random uh, videos that I've found, like rework videos. But this, uh, right now, we're playing a succession ninja. And here's what's so crazy about Suck Ninja. The only skills that got actual PvE damage buffs to n their numbers are Malice. They got additional hits on Malice and Evasive Malice. Um, Beheading got additional damage per hit in PvE. And Katana Shower or Red Rain. I'm pretty sure everything else has the exact same numbers, but they added PvE crit to a bunch of skills. And now Ninja looks freaking wild in PvE. This dude does... Blue loot scroll, no agress, in an in an hour or whatever gets seven point eight k. That's insane. Unsuck ninja, and like I was worried that suck ninja wasn't going to be that good, and then I was like, oh okay, never mind. Guess it's going to be all right. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy. Uh uh uh. When are they going to fix this? Um this powder crisis that we're having i don't know 
I, I, think... I really I don't like having to waste like an hour or two every now and then grinding polys for these fucking stones to charge my fucking vels. Yeah, I don't like it either, but um, I do it anyway because I, I usually I would say an hour of polys lasts me about a week of stones because I really? usually get, well I pop I pop a temp buff and a loot scroll and I usually get like twenty or twenty two spirit stones somewhere around there and then I also just have orders up all the time. Some of them fill throughout the week. But I do think when the December 22nd rolls around, there will be a lot added to the market, at least. Temporarily. Not a permanent fix, but temporarily. We'll see what happens. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, um, any? do you have any Dark Horse classes that you think are going to be, not OP, but good, that no one's suspecting Musa. are going to be good? Musa? Probably Musa, yeah. You're saying Musa, too. I'll I all think of so. The mooses, I think all I think, of the mooses are bitching right now, saying that it's going to be dog shit, and it's going to make everyone else think it's dog shit. It's going to come out, and it's going to be fine, if not like fairly strong. <laughs> Nikani, Nikani, and Chaz says Maywa. <laughs> oh, it's just he's just revenge saying it. <laughs> oh, dude, it's actually funny. <clears throat> um, so for me, um, I'm really hyped about Kuno. I think Awaken Kuno is going to be a lot better for large-scale stuff. It's going to be better in 1v1. Awaken Kuno is going to be better in PvE. I, the PvE is the one that concerns me the most for Awaken Kuno. Is I just don't think it's going to be that much better. They added a lot of good changes, but it was they really only buffed the PvE damage on two skills and then added crit on two abilities. And then she's faster. So it might be nuts, but on paper it's not like you wouldn't be like, oh shit, this is going to be crazy. So we'll see. It might end up being really good. We'll see. But Suck Kuno, I think, is going to be cracked in PvE. Um, it'll be it, it'll be kind of nice. But for... Everyone's telling me Valk. Apparently, they damage is insane. They escaped the PvP nerfs, he's saying. Well, they're all, really? mad, about, they're all mad about the Heaven's Echo thing. So they don't really care about what else changed right now. Give them time <laughs> to mourn, Rosario. <laughs> selfish fuck. Um. Oh, and I think Mina wants me to bring up the fact that apparently DKs don't have PVE crit. Yeah, they're not allowed to unsuck. We talked. We <laughs> talked about this. Remember, I went through. Uh, I think two weeks ago when it first happened. But yeah, suck DK. They removed a bunch of PVE crit from. They removed some from Twilight Dash. They removed some from. Uh, Wheel of Fortune. Um, and I I don't know. It's just odd to me. I don't really know why. Yeah, because I think that those those skills should literally just get it back. Does, uh, I, I also would go a step does further. Does Ninja have PVE crit? Ninja does. I mean, DK has some PVE crit, but they had more and it got taken, which just doesn't make any sense. That's the thing that's weird because it was like there was no point during the global labs that anyone thought that suck DK was going to be busted in PVE. So it's like weird that they would change that. Um, but I don't know. Is what it is, I guess. You want to so, know what class is going to be busted after the Rurix? Hmm. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, and it, I, I always forget about it because no one really talks about it because it didn't get like super big changes. Uh, Archer, dude, it did get super big changes though. Like that's but the nobody's thing. talking about it. I know nobody no, no talks. About Archer it. hits fucking hard. Nobody really talks does. about it, dude. That class. I actually, I'm changing my answer from earlier. It's actually going to be Archer. <laughs> Archer is going to become like, like insane, I, I think. I was doling an Archer yesterday and holy shit, dude. It was insane. Well, that's only because they had uh, 365 uh, AP, but yeah. <laughs> 365, yeah. 
365. Let me find let me find the Archer. No, but legitimately Archer, like for some reason not a lot of people are talking about Archer. I I think that class uh probably going to be pretty insane. Just from what I know from when I played Archer and having read the changes like as they've been coming, uh I think it's going to be kind of insane. Yeah. Um all right, let me see. Wait, what is this one? Oh, I haven't seen this one. This is an Awaken Lawn grind. I haven't seen this yet. Awaken Lawn reboot. Let's see how this is. I don't know why it's like. But see, Koreans like to I, grind in Portal Room, which is so odd to me. What I mean by like it didn't get any big changes is it's like there's no clip of like there's no serpent clip right of an archer. There's no uh, there's no like you know, uh, second seismic that they got, right? These, like, really, like, uh, these huge changes that the whole community goes, like, whoa, what the fuck? You know what I mean? I'll find you one. I mean, they're probably out there, but they're not getting the amount of attention that other classes are. Yeah, no, for sure. There, There's not, like, a, uh, oh, goddamn clip of it, but I was watching this full, like, this Archer Node War, and, uh, it looked pretty cool. Yeah. Let's see if I could find it now. It's going to take me a minute. But, um, oh, here, wait. I know where it is, actually. Do, 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 do. So this is just like a. Uh... That's because no one plays Archer. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of Archers that play right now. I'm linking in chat in case you, you want to look at or linking it in the Discord. You guys want to watch it? But yeah, it's... Dude, Archer is crazy because, like, they have so many more usable pre-awakened skills now. Their awakened skills feel better. They have the accuracy buff that they didn't have before from the passive, like, 5% accuracy, which is one of the things Archers were complaining about. Also, their new skill that they got, like, back in the day, like, people kind of forget, like, that. they actually got one of the better new skills with the iframe. Um, yeah. I True. don't know. They're looking, they're looking kind of fat right now, and they're their new adjusted shift E for large scale stuff and grinding plus uh, their new ability. Like they're kind of looking fat. Also that them being able to reveal ninjas for a period of time with their pre-awakened shift F is also kind of cool. Oh, they, uh, they put that ability on yeah. a useful skill. Mm -hmm. I actually didn't know that. They got back attacks now too. So they could just instant delete you if you run. But, um, yeah, what's funny is I think the, the small changes, the quote-unquote small changes, the simple changes are kind of like the biggest for Archer. Mm -hmm. Like the accuracy, like the back attacks. I think mechanically Archer has always been like fairly strong. It's just, it was always like, I don't know, like, like numbers-wise, he's always been kind of lackluster compared to a lot of other classes. Dude, skipping this video to his node work guy I, I want you to see so it's right around where is this? I think it starts right around two minutes and forty seconds. So after they come down from this rock. Um which is also like he gets so many he he's he's just getting kills. But he gets put in the perfect position that you'd want to be in as archer where your whole ball is like kinda in front of you, zoning. And like everyone is just on the enemy team is just like clumped up and you're just getting free pot shots forever. So it's like right as they start moving down this this like ridge. Yeah, yeah, watch. He's literally just spamming shifty and you keep seeing the kill thing pop up. Like it reminds me of uh Cinny on his ranger with descending current. Descending current, yeah. 
Yeah, you just start spamming shifty over and over and over again while it's on cooldown. <laughs> and getting killed. Uh -huh. It's pretty funny. And it and it's like a cool like it's th this grunt. I haven't node ward here, but this looks super fun to me. I know it's probably yeah. tedious and probably irritating, but it still looks really fun to me. I can see it. Anyway, his skills look cool. I, I don't know, and I like that they made all the arrows, like a lot of the arrows, like on Shift E or the new arrow. Like it's just like big. Can like, you send me that? Oh, wait, is that the? That's the, the one I linked in the, the one in yeah. yeah the one in the group chat. So now this is the uh the the Rocky like montage thing where he loses ten times in a row and then shows him just dominating all the people that killed him. Yeah. Dude, he's also using like pre awakened skills for combos. It's just it's just crazy. Split damage, it, dude, you have to have split damage on ranged abilities that deal that much damage single target. Like, you just have to. And the split damage isn't even that bad on some of it. It only goes down to 70%, and that's only if you hit 10 people. So it's like, or I guess 7 people. You have to hit 7 or more people. Like, the idea of like, oh, I should be able to just delete whole groups with my one or two skills is just never going to be okay. I know people hate split damage, but when you have ranged damage and it's like hard to get to you and there's like people between you, if you can do full damage 100% of the time, it just becomes insane. I mean, the other alternative, the way they would end up balancing it is like removing split damage, just lowering all the damage across the board. But then it's like, then 1v1 becomes just a lot harder for no reason. Or 1v2 or whatever. No, wizards and witches, well, they do have split damage, yeah, actually. On... On Blizzard, but they don't have that much split damage, but they don't have this much range stuff either. I mean, this stuff hits way hard. <laughs> you guys haven't, you guys haven't seen what this shit hits like. All right, the this shit hits different now. It's not this ain't your 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 father's archer. It's kind of cracked, dude. Look at poor Maywa, dude. Nayashi told we were I was watching that clip with Nayashi and he told me that that Maywa didn't play right. That was his takeaway. That Maywa made some mistakes. Uh, Archer grinding will be improved a lot. Which, by the way, no one wants to hear, it, but Archer's already good at grinding. Everyone hates to hear that, but <laughs> Zaki Zaki proved it with his video on YouTube where he gets 21k at orcs on live server with 291 kudum. That class can already grind. It's just sweaty. It's now it's gonna be yeah. even better. Um All right, let me see. Let me see this. I wanna watch this uh on one for a second. But yeah, anyway, uh so I was gonna say I think Kuno's gonna be awesome. Um for me, I'm trying to think of which class I'm like worried about. For me, it's mostly just ranged damage, like just kind of a combination of like casters being better. Uh, archers being better, rangers being better, and Zerker having a bunch of range stuff now is kind of scary. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know if there's one specific class anymore. I was pretty worried about Sork, but they actually did tame it a little bit by nerfing Grim damage a couple times and nerfing their Swirling Darkness skill. So I don't know. Uh, and then I Dark think Horse. Sork's just so busted already. It's like, I don't know. That's true. 
Um, Dark Horse for PvP. Dark Horse for P. I have a Dark Horse for PvE that I I may be wrong about, but I'm starting to suspect it's going to be nuts, and that's Succession Sork. I was talking about this right before we started the podcast, but Suck Sork got damage buffs on on quite a few abilities in PvE. They're already good at PvE. They also got lower cooldowns on some skills. Black Wave is now insane, has much longer or much bigger AOE. It's also fully protected now, and uh, people forget this, but Sorks, Suck Sork actually has pet damage on four different abilities that never scaled with your AP, and now it does. Um, the Dark Servant damage count as pets, and those didn't literally didn't scale with your AP before. And all of those now are going to scale with your AP and your monster AP and your special attack damage buffs and everything. So all of those skills are probably going to hit harder. Um, I don't know. It's kind of scary. I'm worried about it. A little, and I'm not worried about it, actually. I mean, I'm excited for it, but probably no one will discover it for like five months. Because <laughs> like, <laughs> Awaken Sork just looks way too cool right now. So it's like, I don't even know if people are going to try Suck Sork because visually, like borderline nothing changed. Like it still has a very similar play style. So I don't think people are really going to try out Suck Sork for a while, but I could see a random like grind video where it just becomes nuts. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to think of like a dark horse for PvP. Uh. God, I don't know. Like everyone I can think of, like people already suspect it's going to be really good. Well, I think every I I think the general consensus is I shouldn't say every, maybe not every, but like most classes are going to be like better post rework yeah in some yeah. capacity yeah i don't know maybe maybe uh awaken kuno is a dark horse because i don't think people think it's going to be that good because i see a lot of people saying that they didn't get anything so maybe that's a dark horse and it just i don't notice it because i'm not i'm blind i'm i'm too close to the light you know what i mean blinded too close to the by sun. the light Um, anyway, JM's saying he doesn't think it's pet damage, but he's not sure. Uh, I can't remember why, what the test was, but I remember, uh, it was like being messed with like early on that like the damage didn't change on any of the Dark Servant abilities when you like put on gear. So I don't know, I guess we'd have to retest it. If it's not, if it ends up not actually being pet damage, but then I guess it wouldn't really matter, but I don't know, I guess it needs to be tested. Again. Shy Dark Oh dude, Shy Dark Horse PvE for sure. For solo PvE. Obviously it's obvious it's already insane for like group spots, but dude, Shy's insane. Like they do so much damage. And their new skill is insane. Their I think the real Dark Horse insane. is Shy in PvP, at least for ninjas. Well, a lot of a lot of people keep showing Shy's killing their class in their clips. <laughs> I saw a Shy kill a Valkyrie, a ninja, a tamer. Shy's are killing everybody, man. The, the, well, didn't they get an overall damage increase of like 20% or something yeah. like that? And then an extra like 34% on top of that for ninja? Well, the reason they got the ninja one is because they were already dealing that much more damage to Kuno. So they were catching ninja up. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Yeah, for some reason. I don't know why, but... 
Um, I don't know. Anyway, reworks are three days away, and it feels like forever. It's taking so long. Oh, hash. Hash was like hash and guardian also are got like random buffs. So we have we even talked about the buffs on these two classes? Not really. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. So hash and guardian got. We might have talked about guardian because I think it happened one week before the hash. But yeah, hash and guardian got some last minute changes that were actually like really significant. Hash, hash's awakening got some PV PVP buffs uh, across the board. I don't think any of it is too nutty. I was like testing it. Like it doesn't have any nuke still. Like it doesn't have any like descent, but it's like evenly distributed damage buffs kind of across the whole kit. So it feels a lot better. And then um, it's PVE damage got like massively buffed. Like it's actually crazy. Like it's PVE damage got like huge, huge buffs. So I'm, I'm that's another reason why it's like super hard for me to <laughs> these days are dragging on because before it was just like yeah I'm so excited for Kuno and I'm like hey the other class I main got buffed let's fucking go so I'm fucking excited I can't wait yeah but unfortunately for you due to the event that's coming out you're going to be playing everything so yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with that I was really curious what this event actually was and then when it went to KR dude they're literally just retagging every like 30 seconds yeah, I mean, why wouldn't you? It's what ten mil. Um, well, five if you've been buying the event Marnie fuels. Yeah, five if you have it already. But yeah, cheap as fuck, dude. Why not constantly retag? Yeah, tamer. I have so many classes I want to try. It's gonna be a problem. Tamers being slept on too a little bit because. There was halfway through the Tamer rework, they got like their protected CCs nerfed, and then that got un, that got reverted. So it's just tree climb is the only thing that got nerfed. It doesn't linger iframe, as far as I can tell. Everything else is just improvements. So whatever Tamer was before, plus some. There you go. It's Tamer. Um. Also, it's, it's gonna be a nightmare to fight. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Yeah. But um both Awaken Witch and Awaken Wiz are looking fucking insane. They are. Yeah. They are. So I hate to be the bearer of bad news for everybody. Regardless of how good your class may be looking for large scale, it's still gonna be really bad compared to those two. Yeah, it looks fucking crazy. Awaken and Suck, like, both look kind of nuts. Yeah. Especially, dude, Awaken Witch. Like, I want to play Awaken Wizard, like, so badly. Like, reworked Awaken Wizard. But I already feel like it's 20, like, I don't know, 2018 Wizard again. Where I feel bad for playing Wizard, because I should just be playing Witch instead. No. Like, maybe I, I'm I wrong about no, that. No, 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 but... Dude, Wizard is going to be fucking insane. Wizard got such good changes. I don't know, man. Those that awaken that new awakened witch, dude. Like Jesus Christ. Anyway, I don't. Please know. bring up how gutted Nova is and how dead it is. I'm being told the pink zannies. It is in fact pink zannies. Yes, tell, tell pink zannies to stop. All right, <laughs> to stop. What do you mean, dude? Dead class. <laughs> yeah. Um. A random little note to Pearl Abyss, please. Uh, 
make sure that every class, including suck DK, is good in PvE. Um, and also explain to us why you felt suck sage had to be nerfed so we can understand because we're all confused in PvE. Please and thank you. Do, do, do. All right. Well, anything else you guys want to talk about? I'm trying to think. I think, oh, that's, I mean, I I think, think that gets us caught up. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're kind of sort of caught up. Um, I did want to just briefly mention Lost Ark. If we have a second. It'll be quick. Okay. So they had their version of a Calpheon ball. And um, it was very similar to ours. And I, I went and did some digging. And okay. so they ha they, I guess they have one of these every year. Just like PA does. I don't know if they do two of them or like PA does, but they have one at least every year. I forget the name of it. But um, someone kind of broke down for me the things they announced from last year. And they essentially got 87% of the announced items from the previous thing. Right. And now if you compare that to ours, we're, we're closer to around 32%. Yeah, I was going to say, I'd be like, I'd be surprised if we're anywhere near half. Yeah. And one of the things is is like they're doing all the like when you read their event it's crazy because it's very very parallel to what our announcements look like right it's like we know some of these classes aren't good and we're going to buff them up and we're going to add animations to older classes we're going to balance stuff and we're still planning on doing new content and then here's going to be a new class and all this stuff and mm -hmm. i'm just like the more and more i look at it the more and more i'm i'm like I hope Pearl Abyss is taking them very seriously because I know it's isometric and everyone is writing it off as like, well, it's isometric. It's a different game. But the thing is, is like the game is very easily accessible. It's incredibly fun and there's a lot of shit to do. And so far, their reputation is that they mostly deliver on the things that they're doing. Now, I get like there's PvP balance is a big complaint over there. Same as here. And I guess we'll see this year where they said they're going to address PvP balance as, as best they can. So we'll see. But um, the point is, like, they are not Arcage. I, I keep saying this, but they, they're not Arcage. They're not blessed. They're not New World where it's a total crapshoot. It is already a successful game with a huge following, and there are a lot of people that are excited about it. And I think that Perlibus needs to A, hire a translator because you can't be releasing stuff super late. You just don't have you just don't have the leeway or the luxury to do it anymore because players will just play something else. And B, like they really need to start focusing on getting the things they talk about actually released in a fairly timely manner. Um, because they're gonna have a lot of competition and it's gonna be tough. And Lost Ark looks super fun, and I'm gonna play the hell out of it. And uh I don't know. It's just like I want dude that. <laughs> When we were doing the Calpheon Ball, I was like, I'm always blown away by how many people watch the Calpheon Ball. Because to me, BDO, like, overall feels like a relatively small game when you think of games like... Uh, as far as viewership, Fortnite, yeah. or when you think of games like League, or or any, any of these, like, big games, it's, right? It's niche. Yeah, it's, like, more niche. But then I, like, look at Lost Ark, which everyone keeps telling me, like, eh, no one's really going to care about it because it's niche. But, like, during their, during our Calpheon Ball, we, we had something like, mm, I don't know, 55... 60,000 viewers across all the different languages. Like Lost Ark was at like 160,000 on Twitch and then another like 50,000 on YouTube. 
it, it like wasn't even close. And that shit's not even out here yet. So it's like... I well, I think that's part of it, though, is the, is the hype around it, right? But yeah, well, I mean, definitely. Yeah, but the people here don't know. Like, all those announcements are not for NA. Those are all KR announcements. Nothing was for NA yeah. in those announcements, like, at all. So it's so, like, yeah, it's only going to get bigger. Removed from the Lost Ark context, I, I feel like we do need to address that they actually did acknowledge on the lack of delivering what they said they were going to deliver. They actually did say like straight up, like, Hey, we know we like said we, that we wanted a bunch of things like to come out and they haven't. And that's like frustrating for players and disappointing for players. Um, they did bring up like the excuse of like, well, we wanted to push reworks out first, but they didn't like, they didn't like lean too hard on that. They basically acknowledged that, They've been over promising and under delivering, and they said that they kind of want to stop doing that. Yeah, which I think is a big part of like fixing this problem, right? Yeah. Of like they so the way that they phrased it, if I'm remembering correctly, because this was quite a while ago, and also I was slightly intoxicated. So correct me if I'm wrong, but I I vaguely remember them phrasing it as like what we show you guys at these balls is usually a mixture of. Things that are coming out soon, things that we're working on, and things that are like just kind of ideas. Um, and they shouldn't show things that are ideas. Yeah, yeah. And basically, they said we want to stop showing you guys things that are at the idea stage or things that are like in development but really far out. They said we only really want to show you guys things that are like fairly close around the corner, like confirmed to be happening, sort of thing. So I think that'll go a long way in terms of like, because one of the things I would like to know if we're comparing these two games is how many things did Lost Ark promise or like say it was going to come out and that they were working I'm on in their ball. I'm glad you asked. So let me pull up this Is it list, comparable? Okay? Like oh, if they're comparable, yes then that's interesting. Yes, it is very, very comparable. Now I do, I do want to say off the top, they, it's an isometric game and I would say it's probably a little bit easier to implement some of the stuff. Like for example, a region, I would imagine, I, I'm not a developer, but I would imagine developing an entirely new region is a little bit easier in an isometric game like that than it is in BDO. Um, but still, that having been said, it's still content and it doesn't matter how hard it is to develop, it still just feels like content. So there's like, like I'm going to read to you a list of like a TLDR. So they're adding, they announced two new classes. Um, they announced one new female version of a class that's already out because they don't have a, they're gender locked and they're slowly trying to become opposite of that. Um, they announced two new regions. One's that's coming out, one coming out in January, one that's coming out in March. They announced um, like changes to the economy. They announced changes to balance. They announced p- new PVP game modes they want to do a MOBA style uh, like arena for people to go in with their characters and play like what feels kind of like League of Legends. They want to do more uh, PvP arenas. They said all oh, that's going to be out in like the first half of the year. Like it, the list is like they're moving over to Direct X 11, which I guess they weren't on before, which is supposed to improve FPS by et cetera, et cetera amounts. And it's just like a huge list. Like the the pay, there's like 45 but- bullet points of things that they announced, which is like similar like content like we have announced uh, but this is the list that they announced this time around this is the list this they announced this time around i mean it was a similar I, thing I, the previous time but different yeah i'm looking I'm, 
I'm looking for the amount of things they promised last time and then how many things they delivered on. Right. Like what's the breakdown right. of that percentage? It because was 80, that, you, that was the one I told you. I, I, a friend of mine like went, looked into it and it was 87% of the things that I know, they announced I know, I know. the previous year were actually released. But what's the total? Because you can say like, oh, they promised five things and then yeah, did four I, of them. I get, That's I get what you're saying. I, I don't remember the exact number, but it was like 50 things. It was like a huge list. Like it's exactly like okay. our ball. Yeah, yeah. Their, their things are like literally just like ours. Okay. That's and what it, I was curious about. Yeah. It's a lot of stuff. Okay, that they so announced. it's com it's comparable. It's comparable. Now again, okay. the only part where I would give it the di uh, the level of difficulty a little bit higher is the fact that it is isometric versus like, you know, I I think the BDO's world is probably hard harder to expand, but yeah. even still, you know. Disclaimer: We know nothing about game <laughs> development. Maybe it's not. Maybe <laughs> maybe isometric is the challenge, and I, yeah, I don't, I don't dis know. But disclaimer: what, what is, We don't know what, what we're the, talking and, about. And also, BDO has a custom engine that they're working with. I don't know what Lost Ark. I yeah. believe they use Unreal Engine, uh, but I don't. I actually don't know. Actually, I don't know why I said that. I don't believe that. I don't know what I believe. <laughs> I don't know what they use. Actually, I take that back immediately. <laughs> we I don't know anything. Don't know what I believe anything. <laughs> People are saying Unreal Engine three, but I, I don't know for sure. Probably is Unreal I, Engine. I I I also I I am not positive, but I also believe that they are using <laughs> Unreal Engine. Someone said Unreal Engine three source. Trust me, bro. <laughs> um. Anyway. But yeah, I, I, yeah, it's definitely a problem of overpromising and underdelivering, and I, I think that they do both of those things. In all honesty, yeah. I think they both overpromise and they underdeliver. The 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 I understand development takes time, but when you look at other MMOs, it for some reason always feels like they're getting like it's new content faster. so much faster than BDO does. Um, and I'm sure part of that is like translation, but now we have Lost Ark to compare BDO to. And obviously Lost Ark is a brand new game, whereas BDO is like five, six years old, however old it is. So there's going to be way more of an interest around Lost Ark, both in the community and in the company itself, putting like funds and manpower into the game. Uh, but we now have something that is a direct one-to-one -one comparison, essentially. They're both yeah. <laughs> uh, MMOs out of Korea that are being translated and brought to the West. So if this is going to continue this, this trend or it's, you can't even call it a trend because it's just one instance, but if this one instance becomes a trend of, Oh look, Lost Ark promised a comparable amount of things to BDO and delivered on way more of them. That looks really, really bad for Prilibus, whether they over promise or not. Yeah. So, so one of the things someone said is like, yeah, Lost Ark also got a ton of people. It doesn't mean they're going to stay. Uh, everyone just wants something new doesn't mean they're going to stay. But the again, the reason why in the beginning of this whole rant, I said it's not Lost Ark, or it's not um, New World. It's not, sorry, did I say Lost Ark? He said New World had a bunch of viewers too. It doesn't mean they're going to stay. But the reason why I said Lost Ark is not New World or Arcade or any of these other games is because A, not, not excluding New World, those other games are re-releases of old games, which is just, mm -hmm. it's not going to be the same. And B, New World, a lot of people did try. It had a huge, like, entrance, right? And that's partly because Amazon's a new game studio. They advertised it a lot. They talked about it a lot. It was, like, a huge addition to, like, the game world as far as, like, a new studio developer. And it looked like it had some cool stuff. And then people tried it, and it turned out to not be good. The problem 
with comparing Lost Ark to that is like we already know people love the game. This isn't yeah. or this isn't an experiment. It's like it's already people love this game. There are a ton yeah. of people that play in NA and EU that just play in the Russian server, the Japanese server, the KR server. It's like already people already like the game. It's not like uh hmm, I wonder if people yep. are gonna be into this. Like they definitely are. So You should be comparing Lost Ark, which I know this is gonna be hard because there's not a lot of us boomers left out here, but what you should be comparing Lost Ark to is BDO's release in the West. Unfortunately, well, there's not a lot of people. But that was a long time ago. Yeah, though. but BDO's release was still... Did we know for sure people were going to like BDO in the West? I don't think so. Well, it was pretty hyped. They had a was huge it? following in the East already. I missed right? I missed out on all... I was not there for the launch of it, so I... I didn't even know it was hyped. I'd never heard of it until I. It was a it. fairly, it was a fairly hyped up game. It was a fairly hyped up game. It wasn't like you know the next WoW or anything, but it was like, hey, there's this, there's this MMO, this brand new MMO that's coming over from Korea, and check out this fucking combat, dude. This looks insane. They also have like life skills, and you could do these node war things, and it was like pretty hyped up. Um, and then yeah, it was it, it's a very close comparison i'm not gonna say it's one-to-one -one apples to right, apples right. but it's way more fair to compare lost ark to black desert online's brought uh bringing over to the west than to compare it to the release of new world yeah and there's definitely people that won't play because it's isometric reslar being one of them i think right like you're not <laughs> yeah, super anti-symmetric and that that's I mean, if it's thing, free, huh? I'll try it, and who knows, maybe I'll it, like it. it is but free, I, I, I'm not, I'm not big on isometric. I, I've tried Poe multiple times. I've tried Diablo multiple times. It's just not for me. Yeah. So it, I have a feeling this won't be either. All I'm saying is, uh, I, every time it's like, oh well, WoW's releasing an expansion, dude. I don't think Pearl Abyss cares that much about WoW expansions, man. The game is 20 years old. I, they really. I know it's like, oh, they're holding content the waiting for WoW. Struggling. It's like, where well, they're holding content waiting for Arc Age, and it's like, really? They're waiting for the fourth release of Arc Age? I don't think they are, man. I, I really don't. But, I, but Lost I, Ark? I find it more believable I could that they're holding it for Arc Age than WoW. And, I, yeah, Lost Ark over Arc Age as well. I think they're threatened more by... Again, it... <sighs> I don't think they're very threatened by something like WoW expansions or New World or even Ashes of Creation. These are all Western games that I don't think they really care too much about. You can argue maybe they should because I think uh, aren't we a majority of their oh, profits? Jesus. The fuck is but... happening to your mic? Hello, you're, am I here? Yeah, you're okay. It would like screeched um, oh, for a second. Sorry about that. Crazy. But yeah, I they're they're definitely. A lot more threatened by something like Lost Ark for sure, or at least oh. at the very least they should be. Let, sorry, let me let me explain isometric for chat. I'm really sorry, Werbs. I completely forgot. So is, isometric games are games where you're playing like a, a top down, uh, top down point of view. So I'll play like I'll, I'll play on stream. This is like their their new class trailer, but it, it's top yeah. down, top down point of view. Which by the way, this is this new class. It actually looks fucking sick. But her weapon is a paintbrush. They're calling her like the artist. But she, um, it's like a new support class. But yeah, it's top-down point of view is, uh, is isometric. I think if you guys ever played, uh, like, Gauntlet back in the days on, like, the fucking PlayStation 1, like, that's isometric, right? Yeah. It's isometric. And, uh, dude, this class's animation actually reminds me a lot of Tamer, like, the, with the ink and stuff. 
It actually looks really fucking cool. They got like a whale pops out of the ink too. Gigantic killer whale comes out of the black ink. Like it, it's it's pretty sick. Lost but, Ark copied Black Desert confirmed stealing whales. <laughs> yeah, whales and the tamer ink. But um, yeah, it's just like top down. Like this is the isometric view instead of um, you third person like where you're just following behind a player. Anyway, um. Yeah, the name of this game is Lost Ark. It's coming February 11th. Uh, now, I do want to say, Lost Ark's not doing everything perfectly. So, here are a couple of my, my complaints. One, Amazon is the publisher, and now I'm worried about that because of New World. Which, originally, I was excited about that, but now I'm a little bit nervous about it. <laughs> uh, two... The way they're handling the release of the classes, I think is completely toxic and bullshit. And I, I understand it's like, well, they want to have content, right? Like this is what people, everyone tells me. It's like, well, they want to have content release. They want to trickle out classes for content. But so here they had a, uh, an initial like release of, of 15 of the classes that they were planning to launch with. And then one of them recently, which is an old class, the summoner, they took out of it, even though it was in like the two betas we were able to play, they took the summoner out and replaced it with a new class, the sorceress. And it's like, why take the summoner out? Like it doesn't make any, it's not a new class. It, it was like one of the, like I'm, I'm told it's one of the launch classes or like launched super early on. So they're just taking out a really old class from the launch for no reason, just to launch it later on. And the thing that's annoying about it too is that the they have so much content. Like they're already trickling out the different tiers of content, the tier one, tier two, tier three thing where it's like completely different levels of content and raids and dungeons and gear that you even get to. They're already trickle releasing that. And why not? So they have like 20, I think they have 21 classes now. And then in January, they'll have 22. And by March, they'll have 23. And we're going to literally get... 15 of the class like it doesn't make any sense dude it's just fucking weird i i just think it's like it's like i i feel like na it it borderline feels how console feels is how i'm gonna feel playing this game because the game is three years yeah. old so it's well like, i mean I don't know. it's just like weird your experience playing lost ark launch is going to be the experience of playing black desert online launch i mean again these games are very similar black desert online did a very similar thing right where it just randomly decided like not to give us specific content of course they blamed it on translation but nobody actually believed them right everyone was just like no they're just holding it because they want to be able to like drop more content like trickle it out right so i don't know it's a weird thing Koreans do. They also have this weird thing where games don't start out as pay to win whenever they come to the West, and then they just slowly implement more and more of it as time goes on. So if you think Lost Ark's not pay to win, uh, not for long. Yeah, the PvE definitely has a bunch of pay to win stuff. Um, anyway, so yeah, they they're not without their issues, and then we're gonna be stuck in that. I mean, I guess it depends on how much you play, but I'm sure if you're playing like you know, all day, every day, you're going to end up getting to the end content and they haven't released the new stuff that's been out in other servers forever. And you're going to be like, God, I wish they would just release this stuff. And you know, the same thing that everyone goes through. I just, I just feel like because they're already doing that with the content, why, why would you also withhold eight or six classes or seven classes? Yeah. You know, I, I don't know, man. 
And it's just like, and I keep, yeah, and people keep telling me like, well, they're withholding it because they're reworking it. It's like, okay, so they're reworking the summoner. They're reworking the arcana. They're reworking the uh, the lancer. Are they reworking the lancer? Because I'm pretty sure that's a, like a relatively new class. They're reworking the reaper. Are they reworking the reaper too? Because the reaper is also not coming out. It's like the list of classes that are, they're not coming out with are huge and not all of them are being reworked. So stop telling me that it's because they're being reworked. It's a lie. It's like not yeah. why. They're just not releasing it because they do want to do the bullshit content thing. And it's like you have a lot of content to release. So just give us the content and let us play the goddamn classes. That's all. That, uh, end of rant. So yeah, you they have uh, so some much, issues. Frosty. I do. I do. I, I do want so much. I'm... And then Entitled gamer, dude. And, you know, I'm grateful that with BDO, at least we're with Pearl Abyss, so we can all just focus our blame on Pearl Abyss when stuff doesn't happen. I'm not excited to have to wonder who I'm supposed to blame, Amazon or the developer again. I hate that feeling. Who do I get mad at? I need to channel my anger towards someone. Do I channel it towards Amazon or the developers of Lost Ark? Yeah, it's always a fun game to play. It is. It really is. Channel it towards Alpaca. <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn alpacas, man! Ah, I get you. Every Does Lost time. Ark have alpacas? Mm, dude, Lost. Here's the thing: Lost Ark does go a little bit further than BDO with the whole KR MMO thing, where they have like, oh no, is it Terra? They got Pan in a police truck vibe going on hard. Oh no! Yeah, they do. They do. You're like flying around on hoverboards, and and your cost. You could dress as like a giant panda with a bamboo stick. It's like they got all that like crazy. Dude, stuff. I hope you realize Black Desert Online is going to be that if if it is still around in another like ten years. The snowboard thing. That's the first step. It starts with the snowboard. Yeah. I don't know, man. Goddamn pandas in a police truck, dude. It's nothing worse than like walking up to someone like you're sitting there like this badass with a big old sword and you walk up and there's a dude in a goddamn gummy bear suit with sunglasses <laughs> on. You know what I mean? And his I mean, sword and his sword for some reason is a giant flower that squirts water. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst, dude. It's the goddamn what worst. Happens to the best of us. Um. All right. Comments. End of rant. Lost Ark's gonna be fun and good. PA, step it up. First rip, things first. Rip give like us. Online, dude. Give us arenas, please. We need them. Yes. We need them. <laughs> like if they want to see, if they want to see like the player base actually stick around and whatnot, they need to implement those kinds of Mina. Like, Mina exciting just... things. Mina just brought up a very good point. Who wants to bet the snowboard is never going to come up? Oh my god. Like it's never actually coming out? I could see it. I, 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 I actually could see that as well, in all honesty. Yeah, that's not a bet I'm willing to take, because I, I, I definitely could see that not coming out. I kind of hope it doesn't. I know that's probably yeah. an anti I know that's probably an anti fun stance to take and usually I, I'm all for adding more fun stuff even if I don't find it fun. But I I just I don't know. I'd rather them release an actual like new mount than a fucking snow why can't we ride a bear? I want a bear. Why can we not have a bear? Maybe we it's can like not ride... it's like not an elephant, it's not a horse, it's a bear. Would you be okay with riding a snowplow with sirens on it? No. <laughs> I want to ride a bear. Like, are you talking this about This snow our region was the perfect bear? time to let us ride a bear. Are you talking about our friend bear that used to be in Bloodthirst? 
No. What bear? Wait, which one? Maybe. <laughs> bear, bear, bear bands. Damn it's bear. Damn it's what? That one. Oh, okay. Gay bear. No, probably not. He's not my type. All right. Maybe if it was scared bear, but not not gay bear. No. All right. All right. You guys ready? Rezar, can yeah. you read these? <laughs> voice. I'm done. I can read. I can read them. All right. Yes, I can. I just got done grinding my my powder at Polly's. Fucking ridiculous that I have to do that. It's part of the. What do they do? What do they do to fix this problem that we have right now? Um, give you a quest where you get five additional ones for doing it, and call it a weekly. Would that fix it? You think? No, <laughs> it'd be annoying. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I mean, they, I, I mean, I mean, honestly, the only thing that they need to do is just make Kama more enticing for players to want to go to, and then you True. get spirit stones. <sighs> Right yeah. now, it's like if you don't need the pot, there's really no reason you're there. Why don't why why don't they just give us more Vel powder for killing Vel? Yeah, that one does feel a little bit bad, too. Like, would it be too much to say like killing Vel on average should like fill your Vel up from zero almost? Would that be too much? I feel like that, that would, would be fine. Be a lot, but. I mean, all I they feel have like to do is like, all they have to do is like double it or triple. It. I mean, honestly, really, all they need to do like the Vel's powder was fine, honestly, originally because it used to sit on buy when you could buy the spirit stones. But now that you can't, there it's not, you know. Yeah. So they really just need a buff camo and make people actually want to go there. I want Mansions to be an end game spot. I miss that place. I don't. <laughs> you don't let, you don't miss man. I love Mansions, dude. I do not miss Mansions in the slightest. Uh, all right. Sorting by news, scroll to the bottom. Oh, hold on, let me get this over here. There we go. Alrighty. Uh I should have already hit show and, and reveal and all that stuff, so should be fine. Um all right. Uh Noah Grigo says I've been waiting on this. Lil well, unfortunately you had another delay in between this one and the previous one. So yeah. hopefully it wasn't Dude. Hopefully it doesn't feel bad waiting a little bit longer for the next one. Speaking of delays, by the way, yesterday a car crashed into a power pole near my house and yeah. turned off yeah. my power where I live for seven hours. And then about an hour before my power came back, Reslar's neighborhood lost power for like another, <laughs> what, five or six yeah. hours? Yeah, like Jesus. five. Like yeah. the timing is insane. Dude. Yeah. He literally, his power goes out. It's like, okay, well, maybe we'll do it later tonight, or we can just, like, do it tomorrow if we absolutely have to. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So, it's start, it just, a monsoon takes over here, out of nowhere. It's raining cats and dogs. It's so bad, you can't even see, like, ten feet in front of you. Frosty literally messaged the group chat. He, he goes, like, yeah, they're saying the power should be up, like, in another, like, hour or so. So, you guys think we can maybe start the podcast around, like, this time? At, like, I'm not kidding, like, maybe five minutes after I, I read that message, like, just, boo, power goes out. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay, let's, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah. Ugh, oh, dude. God didn't want this episode to happen. He's a Musa player. Must be. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, 
Little Pork Chop says, glad to see the boys back this week. Looking forward to Malding. Sure to come with the next Global Lab server <laughs> update. But before that, the Calfion Ball is upon us. Can't wait to see Wukong's trailer there. Um, oh, no. Someone's going to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, I forgot this is from before the ball, huh? Yeah, this was before the ball. So he was holding out for the Wukong trailer. Oh, um, no. Rip. Poor guy. Sabotaged by the 51st release of Arcage. <laughs> Uh, Divine Phoenix says, I wish Tamer got some AoE buffs would be nice for awakening and some succession skills, but if Tamer wins the new arena, they're going to nerf us even more, even though we're one of the least played classes. Um, well, we'll see. It depends though, because you're one of the least played classes, you're not going to be like filling up the top. If it became like a super popular class, then I could see that. But if like one dude gets up there, then probably not. Or if probably, two. yeah. Yeah, it I, just depends. Plus, I I do think that Tamer is probably one of, if not the best one v one class in the game. Mm -hmm. But that's not to say that other classes can't beat it. Yeah, and so, after the rework, I think uh, some of the other classes are going to become more competitive too. Yeah. Genesis says they're also fucking up Sage's passives too. They're saying we're gaining five percent cast speed for a five percent accuracy loss. Problem is we have ten percent on live now, but notes say it's five percent. Were they intending to nerf five percent accuracy and give us five percent cast speed for a total of fifteen percent? Awakened Mystic Damage has been trashed for a while too. I don't get some of the changes to class that was never super damaging to begin with. Edit. Actually thinking about it now more clearly and looking at tournament numbers of participants per class and compared to rounds one, several of the change numbers are from several classes that were placed in the top. I wonder if they took this to heart and updated reworks accordingly for some maybe i don't know i mean they kind of nerfed a bunch of damage like leading into the end right like zerker got yeah, a bunch true. of damage nerfs even kuno spin i mean kuno wasn't in even in that tournament there was like what one awaken kuno maybe and their damage got nerfed so i don't know mm -hmm. um i think the that was just a miss the notes that he's referring to that were on kr i think i don't think there was any like intention behind it except they just mislabeled the notes it you're keeping the 10 percent cast yeah. speed you always had and they lowered the accuracy to five percent let's let's be honest the That's notes aren't exactly uh they're history with the notes not, they're not exactly sacred yeah they've not been great yeah they've never been great monarch gaming says they should make infinite mastery and skilled hunter infinite passives since we are joking about the one percent special attack passive becoming a one percent every level past 63 divioses like get 50 hp three monster damage every level past 61 or whatever the current passive ends at and yeah if we're getting anything before years in it will be a new season new class new region at least in kr Gotta get those quarter four profits before the new year. No chance they miss out unless they really put Man. all production on hold for class reworks, but I doubt they did. Level designers, artists, and such could have just continued working on new content. While Balance Team did the reworks, we will see on the 11th. It is so... This is I love this. This is the best comment section ever because we already know the announcements. Yeah. And it's <laughs> sat with us for a while, so we know like everything, you know, and been able to think about it. So it's interesting to see some of this stuff. But he was yeah. mostly right, though, with his prediction. It's like, yeah, this no class. The class was off. That but, was that was the main thing. But new season we got, the reworks yep. are getting released, and then um, the new region for KR specifically. And the new yeah. profits for PA. And the new profits for PA. And the new profits. 
The Awkward Ninja says, you talked about this in the podcast, I just had to say it too. This patch was wild. They nerfed all the Suckzerker PvP damages, but didn't document any of the five or six skills the PvP damage got nerfed on relative to the last week. Example, Beastly Wind Slash PvP damage from 55.6 and 44.6 on the first and second parts up to 75% on all parts, but the PvE numbers were only increased by 15%. Uh, was the most egregious, but they also nerfed Fierce Strike by about 15%. FD got undocumented buff, Predatory Hunt, Nerfed by 40%. They also added two new skills. Changed Beast Mode, Beastly Wind Slash, to Beast Mode Weakling Hunt. Unfortunately, uh, Suck Weakling Hunt doesn't really do any damage, but they still need to look at, uh, and the skill is still really clunky. The spec needs like three more weeks on Global Lab at the rate. They have been cooking the spec. Best combo damage skill is now Tackling Rock, not Falling Rock. The tackle that is a mobility and catching skill has the most PvP damage on a CC target. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. They should probably fix that. Uh, and they renamed the new Zerker Awakening skill and added a new damage breakdown to it, which made it hit harder in PvP on a spec that does enough damage to kill three Divios per CC. They gave us the accuracy back in trade for the crit, which is fine. I guess I would have liked to stick with our original crit plus accuracy, but accuracy plus DR is better than crit and DR. Uh, overall, I'm hoping they give Suckzerker a bit more damage plus AoE since it's really lackluster compared to what other improvements of other classes have gotten. Awakening Zerker is still cool, though. I wonder when he first edited this, because he didn't mention like the seismic changes so it must be a few days he ago. says he said he's in my chat right now and he says they nerfed the damage since this comment i didn't edit it yeah because like some of the damage is like better than live and then some is worse i mean obviously the new skill or the the new uh uh titan blow is is kind of nuts and then the two new skill or seismic way seismic blast and then the other new skill are kind of like the same now yeah. they're just like quick burst damage that's not insane anymore and then, um, but Slugfest apparently hits really hard. Devastation still hits harder than live, although not crazy like it was when that that one clip we watched where it was like Carson's Nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Um, Scattershot, that's what it's called. Yeah, Scattershot. The new, new Ranger skill. Scattershot. The new Ranger skill. <laughs> Which is funny because it's melee, but... Um, Divios ascended to metric hood. He's now a metric. <laughs> True. I feel bad for Suckzerkers. Is Pretty Danny still alive? Has anyone checked on Danny lately? He's not happy, dude. I, I avoid him at all costs. The anger is... It's a lot. Really? He's very unhappy. Oh, man. That sucks. That sucks because he was like he was actually pretty happy whenever it first came out and he was saying that he could, he saw a lot of potential. And it's like it's just gone downhill ever since. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. depressing. And you don't really... like. I don't know. If Suckzerker was good, would you... Play it over Awakening? Like, let's say if they were similar, or do you think you're more of an Awakening, dude? Um, if Suckzerker was as good in PvP as Awakening is, you mean? Mm -hmm. Which one would I play? Yeah. I'd probably still play Awakening, in all honesty. But that's, I think that's more because I've just played it for so long. I'm just resistant to, to go play Suck. I even, when Suck came out, and it was like, distinctly far superior in pve this was before they added seismic to awakening right uh, i still refused to go grind on suck because i was like i don't want to play that i want my hand cannon and it took like a really long time for me to start pveing on succession and then they just went and made awakening better which tilted me a little bit at first but that's fine um but yeah i don't know I i'd probably still play awakening in all honesty but i don't even get the option because succession zerker is dog shit in pvp or at least in large scale, which is what most of my PvP is, so. Yeah. Uh, 
Moist Meatloaf says, I bet PvP Arena will go live either just before or just after Lost Ark goes live in NA. So around March 2022. Yeah, February actually, 11th. Actually, a pretty actually. safe bet. February yeah. 11th now. I would love if Arena's come out uh, in, on, or around February 11th. Or even sooner would be great. I think that's a pretty safe bet. I think that's the... I, I said this when we were streaming, when we were watching the ball. I think the whole reason they split this ball into two parts, which is something they've never done before, is because they had nothing ready for this ball. So they said, fuck, let's just change it and say that this is announcement ball and the next ball is release ball. Yeah. So they had like the one thing done, which was reworks. That was it. That's the only thing they had done for this ball. So they're like, we'll release that. But then everything else, we have to start, we have to, we have to pump this shit out for the next ball. I think that's why they split it up in two. Uh, we love peace one three four eight says. Damn, watching the awakened Sorkin lawn animation, seeing awakened Kuno got shit for new animations is depressing. Dude, it is. Again, it's not. It's not a balance complaint. It has nothing to do with balance at all. It's just visually speaking, one of the cool things about the reworks that I was so excited for is like, dude, all, I saw they showed us Warrior and they got the cool new anime. Like the slashing animation is fucking cool. Right? It's like, oh my god, that animation is cool. The new Pulverize and Flow Tempest look really cool. Um, their new Ranger skill looks badass. The extra flair they added to, like, Waltz looks really cool. And I was just like, dude, this looks cool. And then I saw Striker, and he was even they, more dramatic. And I was like, they even, dude! I know this would probably be hard to tell if you don't play the class, but they've actually touched up the explosion animations for a lot of Zerker's abilities. Yeah, no, Zerker has some cool-looking new animations, too. <laughs> and Sork, too, like Violation, Turnback, Dream of Doom all look epic as fuck now. So I was like... And some of the classes got more subtle animations, but it was like, I don't think a single animation changed on Kuno except for the way the character moves during Moonstorm. That's it. And I was just like, why why didn't we get like some fancy sparks or something added? Like that like even if the nothing changed on the skills, it would have been like, hell yeah. Yeah, Suck Musa got new animations too. Suck Musa got actually a couple of new animations. Yeah, so when I saw Suck Musa in the trailer, I was like, oh Stop damn, this thing looking flashy as hell. Well, I'm using the word sparks for lack of a better word. But like the way like Sork literally got lightning added to turn back and violation like they just were like you know what let's just add lightning in here i want lightning <laughs> give me some fucking lightning in my spin spree <laughs> i want lightning um i desynced says as a suck valk i'm kind of just happy they didn't completely nerf us few pv damage increases and improved pool skills all right i'd perfectly be happy giving all of the buffs up just for them to revert the heavens echo nerf. Yeah. Um, are they referring to the accuracy from back in the day? They're talking about sucker. As suck about happy doing it. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, now it's like, now they can't, right? I mean, it's oh, yeah. weird. Well, I'm thinking about it. It's like, okay, so let's say they did revert that nerf. Then it makes you really wonder about Hash because Valk, while they lost their 15% accuracy buff for 60 seconds, like at least their skills have modifiers. Like if you look at like some of the some of the suck Valk skills that they use, like there's at least some modifiers on there, so it's not zero. Like Judgment of Light is 15%. Um 
Prime Shining Dash is 15%. Like, just, just as, like, an example. Like, Divine Power is 15%. Like, they have some modifiers on their skills. Um, Glaring Slash is 12. Like, there's zero on Hash, and they lost their accuracy. And so it's like... <laughs> I don't know. It's like... It's interesting. Uh, they're kind of in the same boat now. Like, Hash and, and Valk as far as accuracy. Because Hash can get it up to what those skill modifiers are, but they have to use the buffs. And then Valk just only has the modifiers. Um, that all being said, I, Awaken Hash about to be so much fun, dude. I can't wait. Alright, uh, next comment. <laughs> this one's exciting. Well, I've I've been informed you don't PvP on Awaken Hash. Or at the very least, you don't know how to PvP on Awaken Hash. That's true. I only go... <laughs> I only do nothing on it, basically. Yeah, you just PvE all day. That's what you do. Uh, the Musassin says, When Frosty said suck on PvE got buff, and he wonders why I was raging hard about the nerfs that Musa Awakening got for PvE. Edit, when Divio said he's one-shotting packs in underwater, Frosty, I'm giving you the side eyes in regards to Fire Crevice PvE nerf. Yeah, well, uh, again, because you didn't get nerfed in PvE, you got buffed in PvE. You were saying you got nerfed compared to live. That's why you were raging about being nerfed compared to live, and you weren't. So that's side eye me all you want, but you didn't get nerfed compared to live. Fair enough. And I don't know. I, I mean, I watched the striker video. While it does look fast, he, no one is one shotting packs in underwater. So I have to see what Divios is doing when it comes to live because. The KR grind videos, none of them are just one-shotting a pack with a skill. Well, to be fair, those KR players are not metrics. That's so. true. They're not a unit of measurement. <laughs> Pirate Poro says, PA talks about balancing PvE and removes DK PvE crit, but buffs suck lawn PvE at the same time. Also, they put huge PvP damage modifiers on Suck Zerk and removes Fierce Strike on Suck Zerk. Why are they doing Danny dirty like that? <laughs> Poor Danny, dude. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of interesting. Yeah, the, the suck lawn PV buff was an interesting decision. It's weird, man. It's fucking weird. And that's the thing, too. It's like, I, I'm not... I don't understand the suck lawn PV buffs either. It's not making me complain about my own class, though, but I don't understand the buffs. So. Lincoln Johnson says, I am surprised you guys didn't spend more time on Suck Guardian changes. Those damage increases are rather significant, mm -hmm. and it seems that all their prime skills got buffed. This will help a lot in PvE, which was her main downfall. Yeah, I think um, that's one of the cool things about Hash and Guardian specifically that I think is really cool. Even though they didn't get like full reworks like everyone else, um, their PvE got buffed. For both of them and a guardian a guardian awakening as well got some pve buffs got incinerator and pvp buffs so it's like they get to like go into the rework day not feeling like if they got nothing even if they're good if you get nothing it like kind of feel a little bit jealous because those classes aren't that new anymore you know so yeah. I, it's cool that they got some stuff for sure Draga3888 says, I was extremely excited for the DK changes, and they just murdered it. It hurt my soul. Hopefully they will fix it. Really? They really feel that bad? I, I'm wondering, he must be talking about suck PvE. Probably. Yeah, Yeah, because I thought their damage was still really good. No, that's the only thing they murdered is succession PvE. But I think that is what he's referring to. Yeah. In that case... In MD space tube account. What are with these channel names today? 
When do these reworks come out that you discussed? I mean, a guardian. I'm very eager for the God Incinerator buff. Uh, three days. Three days. Well, just... two days from when this is posted. Yeah, uh, just... Presuming that I get this up tomorrow. December 22nd. December 22nd. Very, 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 very soon. Fitzgood says, I'm very certain they had the intern write up the full changes, so I'm not surprised they have errors. Yeah, they probably did pay some 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 underpaid intern. They were like, hey, uh, we're too busy developing, question mark? Snowboards and ice fishing, so go write up all the changes. <laughs> Someone, I, I've, I forgot we haven't had a podcast for a minute. Have we talked about last week? Or last podcast, did we talk about the Nova nerfs or the Corsair nerfs, the PvP nerfs? No. Okay, so I'm gonna break it down real quick. Let's break it down before we before we do the rest of these comments. Um, break it down. So Awaken Nova, um, Excel no longer gives them 10 seconds of super armor. That 10 seconds of super armor has been moved to their e-buff. So instead of every one minute, they get it every three. Um, they also changed their e-buff to only give them back 25% star's breath instead of 50%. So it potentially takes a little bit longer to get Excel mode. So those are the, the Nova PvP buffs. Um, your guys' thoughts on nerfs. those changes? Nerfs, sorry, nerfs. Your thoughts on those changes? It sounds like a dead class to me. Yeah. Everyone start re-rolling. Nova, no. I like that people think that Nova's not good when it's not in Excel. Uh, what about you, Nyashi? Your thoughts on, on those changes? Um... I mean, I think they're fine. I don't see the problem with them. Yeah. Like, in all honesty. Um, and then for Corsair, Suck Corsair, all of their uh, Mareka skills, like the skills with the with the whale or where she goes underwater or whatever, none of them have super, or, uh, iframe at the start of them anymore. So Whale Song has no iframe whatsoever. Um, Spiral Soak only has iframe... Or doesn't have iframe until that she goes completely underwater. So during the backflip is super armor now instead of iframe. Um, jet stream, same thing. Super armor when she jumps in the air. Uh, you don't get iframe until you're completely underwater. Um, the new, or sorry, the Rabom also is super armor at the start of the skill now instead of iframe. And they made it so the block regeneration debuff that prevents your block from recovering for 15 seconds has been lowered down to 8 seconds. Your guys' thoughts on those changes? I think those are good changes. The yeah. perma, the perma protection of that class is just way too much. So, any any attempt to try and and bring that down is a good change. Uh, probably needs more. Oh yeah, they also I forgot uh, Nova on Awaken Nova. You have to choose which e buff you want. You can only use either the pre awaken e buff or the awaken e buff. You can't spec both anymore. The pre awaken e buff gives them just gave them a bunch of dr. It's like yeah, a bunch of dr for a period of time. Which I think is also fine. Um, yeah, probably. They don't need two. Now, both of those classes, Nova and Corsair, got PvE buffs. And the Nova one is surprising to me because there's another thing where I'm just like completely flabbergasted, Reslar. I'm just completely Just confused. aghast. I'm just uh, literally jaw-dropped because in their fucking note where they said we want to buff all these classes to come up to Nova and Sage level, those were their two references... And then they buffed Awaken Nova. So I'm like, Well, Hello? you should be excited then. No, it's super weird. Why, why would no, I be excited? you should be excited. Because that means that everybody else is going to get buffs too, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> anyway, it's really confusing. That was very confusing to me. 
Um, I I just think like uh, my my like TLDR for the Nova thing is that ten seconds of super armor was, in my opinion, was toxic. It, it just is like I I don't I'm not a fan of this whole like you just have blanket super armor for like a long duration of time. And, yeah. And because Excel, you can get it up um fairly often. It's like having no recourse to someone coming in that's able to do that much damage to you. I'm I'm not a fan of. Um, and then with Suck Corsair specifically, I think them not having that many on-demand iframes is is actually huge because I, I think those changes seem small because it's like it's not like they removed the iframe and gave them nothing. Like they still have super armor during the start of all those skills, but. If someone, for example, like Mystic and Striker now have Grapple Penetration, um, Zerker has Grapple Pen and so does Warrior. All four of those classes now will be able to peel for their team in whatever, 3v3 large-scale group fights. If they go for a grab on a Corsair, it's probably going to land. Um, they're not going to be an iframe during those times. Also, slow debuffs, DP debuffs, like damage that got thrown out that just gets instantly iframed now, they're actually going to take some damage. So, um, right. I don't know. It's just, those things are kind of, I think, necessary. We'll see. And I, I actually like that it wasn't, oh, by the way, we went through and nerfed Nova's damage across the board on five skills, also removed the Excel, and also did, you know what I mean? Like they kind of have done in the past. Yeah. It's just like, um, I don't know, a little bit more subtle while still being impactful. Yeah, no, I agree. And the, especially... Like uh, the whole fifteen second super armor thing, I, I, I maybe I'm just salty because I played warrior back in the day and they decided that uh, we couldn't use that. So why do why do Novas get that? Why do why do Novas get the thing you removed from warriors because it was too busted? It, it's never made sense to me. I don't even know if I don't even think it should be on their e buff. Honestly, I don't think that should be a mechanic in general. But at least it's better on the e-buff than on Excel. Yeah. Uh, so... Fuck, where were we? Oh, uh, Bloodwolf. Bloodwolf says, Yes, V-sniffing is bad, but you shouldn't exit an iframe UV because you put yourself in a bad situation, so you should be at a disadvantage. You would have died without the V anyways. V gives you a small option to get back in the fight, but you shouldn't be able to exit V ready to fight or in iframe. I, I, I disagree with that. I, I think... You shouldn't be ready to fight like the the glitch back in the day where you could just be out of V with your weapons already out to like instant grab people. Obviously, that shouldn't be a thing. Um, but I I think it's fine how it is now. In all honesty, where there's a small animation of like you know a second second and a half maybe animation where you're an iframe for it. Because if you're a good player, then you should be able to time a CC right when that animation ends, right? And if they're a good player, the person being then they should be able to pop a protection right as they get out of it. So it just comes down to who's the who's the better or worst player. I think it's fine how it is. Although I'm still I'm gonna say this until either the day I die or the day that they fucking change it. I do not understand why you cannot V in certain situations. That will yes. that will Agreed. boggle my fucking mind to the end of eternity. Why can I not V at any point in time, no matter the circumstances? It makes no sense to me. Yeah, I think um, 
Yeah, I agree. I mean, one of the arguments that I heard someone make is like, well, it's actually skillful for things like AOA and stuff where if you can land like stiff, stiff, stiff to prevent your opponent from being, is it like a skillful play? But it's like, except for the 15 classes that can't do that. Yeah, yeah, don't really. don't skills that do that back to back. Yeah, type. if every class had the same capacity to like use that as an actual mechanic then right. i would be more fine with it i don't know if I, I still don't think i would like it but i would be like well at least you could say it's balanced but in its current state i both don't like it like conceptually and also it's incredibly unbalanced so please fix that well the, also it's not fun getting just fucked by wizards in large scale the v sniffing thing i'm glad is removed i do kind of wish yes you moved so you remember the old distance when it was extended yeah. Like I wish yeah. it was somewhere in between where that is and where it is now. Like where you could go slightly further than now, but not quite as far as before. And then I'd be pretty happy with it. I think it's fine. I think it's fine where it is. They ju they just need to make it to where you can be in any situation whatsoever. Yeah. Um I, I think that would be fine. We do also maybe lower the cooldown to like three minutes instead of five. No, 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 fuck that. Um, so the problem with uh or I forgot there was a bunch of stuff. I, I keep forgetting like the other thing that changed that I completely forgot about because it's been two weeks is they actually put a legitimate cap on slows now. Oh, yeah, that's right. So you that's... cannot be slowed past yeah, 50%. Yeah, they supposedly fixed it how it should have been all along. Yeah, how it should have been. So no matter what attack well, speed buffs... you fixed it. Yeah, no matter what attack speed buffs you have up, if you get slowed, you cannot be slowed by more than 50%. So if you have, for example, if your character's base attack speed is 100%, and you have a, enough buffs up that you're at 180% and someone does a 50% slow on you, you're going to be brought down to 130%. If someone does a 90% slow on you, you're still only going to be brought down to 130%. Yep. Which I think is for the best. 50% to me still sounds super high, but at least it's not 90%. Um, very true. Very, very true. Yeah, I'm sure more stuff will come up, but go on. I think we're done. Su Sugua says, Hot take podcast is goaded. See you next week. Uh, unfortunately, you did not. You saw us the week <laughs> after next. Our bad. Uh, the Spoon Elite says, Unbridled is such a boring skill. Move damage onto Wave Orb, please. Frosty, I, do you I, concur? I, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how most Maywas feel, but. Or Maywas. Uh, Mystics. <laughs> we, we feel. You know, I don't, a certain way about it, you know. I don't know how most mystics feel, but me personally, as someone who prefers water animations than dust, um, I would much prefer the damage be on Wave Orb because Wave Orb is just a cooler skill. Now, the problem is if all you did is just transfer the damage from Unbridled to Wave Orb, it would be a nerf just because Wave Orb's cooldown is way longer. Um, and so you wouldn't have access to it as much. But, yeah, I don't know. Wave Orb and Sea Burial, in my opinion, should hit hard. Those should be two hard-hitting skills. Maybe the rest of the kit can be like mediocre, low damage, but those two skills should hit hard, in in my opinion. Fair enough. Alucard says it's like people in the BA. Wait, it's like people in the battle arena. People go there all the time, and that literally has no rewards. And you know, it would be funny if they do ranked one v ones, and there's a shy ranked in the top five. I, that would be funny. Uh, I don't think it's possible. Also, why are sages complaining about accuracy? They literally have, if I'm correct, an 18% accuracy self-buff. Is that true? Uh, the succession does, but here's the thing. That, I mean, I guess technically pre-waken does too. 
it's like a little bit less. I think it's 15% or something. I have to look at the skill, but that that isn't the reason why they shouldn't be complaining about accuracy because that buff is, to be honest, not realistic to have up most of the time because it's like a 10 second buff on a slow skill that's unprotected. The But they have so much accuracy elsewhere. They have decent accuracy modifiers on all their skills um, and they still do have accuracy in their passive like that. It didn't get removed. It just got lowered. Um, and then Awakening has a 9% accuracy buff as well. Succession has an 18% evasion debuff. So it's just like, I don't know. They're fine. Their accuracy is fine. Yeah. yeah. They all, they shouldn't be complaining, but I don't think Shift F in pre-awakening is the, re or, uh, Shift L and B in pre-awakening is why they shouldn't be complaining. NXC underscore BC says 1v1, 2v2, 3v3 solo queue and registered team options in a quality arena or set of arena maps that doesn't have semi-broken mouse movement and doesn't have the ground that you can get vacuumed underneath. Please and thank you. Uh, smash stuff, Divios, please. No, no crazy items, please. I like that they just randomly include semi-broken mouse movement. What does that mean? I think they're just... What they is semi-broken like, mouse movement? I think they're saying mouse movement is imbalanced and not fair. Yeah. Uh, that's what it seems like to me too, but then it's so out of place. Does Is mouse movement wonky in AOA or something? Because that's kind of what that seems to be implying. Oh, if he's referring to the AOA stuff, then yes. So mouse movement... Well, I've, I've gotten like different opinions from different people, but there's like areas of AOA where mouse movement doesn't work properly. Uh, for example, like some of the slopes, it's like when you try to oh. mouse move on it, you don't go. Like I remember when I was doing the 2v2 with... Uh, that charity 2v2 with Danny Destroyer, who was complaining about it a bunch. Um, <laughs> yeah, mouse movement is very like awkward or inconsistent in AOA for some reason. I, I don't know the exact huh. reason. I haven't looked into it, but yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh, so oh, Divio yeah, says it's, that, it's figured out the UI is a cover over the top. So technically you're like mouse clicking on UI. That's why you can't move anywhere near the UI. Oh my God. No, are you serious? Why do they do it like that? Because they're gods. <laughs> Uh, Air Elentia says, I'm surprised Divius felt that Awakened Valk in 1v1 was better. Amu and the Valks I've talked to seem, I think that's supposed to be pretty gutted, as am I about the current state of class of 1v1 on, on G-Labs. Uh, although if they allow us to lock the skill on LMB during block, it'll be a bit better. I wonder if the play style will just change. Yeah, the play style has definitely changed. Gutted gutted is a word such a strong word man like it's I, a people, word we just grossly misuse that word now i don't know <laughs> i hate that word i'm like over that word yeah uh daz says crazy idea remove the block gauge and make block consume stamina only that is a crazy idea that is a crazy i don't, I don't idea, think i like daz. it some, I, don't, I don't think I like it. Dude, just imagine a Guardian, every time they press Q and someone hits their block, they just lose 15% of their stamina. They would not be able to move. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Shax says, or sorry, I skipped one. Black Pete says, Terra early on had gear rewards. That was the gear rewards, I think. That was mm -hmm. the best weapon and armor for PvP in the game. You got them by having specific MMR and rank kind of broken, I remember, because the greatsword was sexy as fuck, and I wanted that badly. And then I'm assuming this video is a link to the, the weapon. Uh, Frosty, you played Terra. Is this, is this true? Um, oh, Noodle, Noodle Ming is talking about how um, 
uh it's yeah it's around the let's see it's not the slopes it's the bottom 30 percent top 30 percent of the screen that works and it's like around the health bar ui too this is referring to mouse movement neo yeah i wonder why that is why, why why it doesn't work just similarly to outside of aoa it's very dumb. yeah that's strange sad just sad well luckily for noodle ming he could just sit in the back shoot his cannon yep very true very <laughs> <I'm just> true <laughs> Frosty, did you get the best weapon and armor in the game from uh, in Terra? PvP in Terra? I don't even remember MMR being in Terra. I played mostly Battlegrounds, and the 3v3 was like a fucking crapshoot. I was mostly against bots, so no. <laughs> Shax says, honestly, wish resistances were the same as if you built accuracy or evasion, so there are more gear slash crystal builds. Imagine if you go all in 100% resistances, but due to it, you sacrifice having uber high accuracy or evasion. But people also can build 100% anti resistances. Want to see stuff like high evasion plus high resist builds, but there's also high accuracy plus high anti resistance builds, which will perfectly counter TLDR. One of rock, paper, scissors uh, builds in BDO where there's no perfect build, you always have a build that will perfectly counter you. Um... Thoughts? Yeah. Nah, really. I I'm also kind of hesitant. I think. Well, I mean, it's kind of it's it. kind of what's going to happen with the um, artifacts, I guess, because they're going to allow you to put resistances in, which means people are going to be able to get close to eighty percent all resists. But people that don't want to deal with that are also going to be able to get ignore all resists, like seventy-five to eighty percent. So, I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Like for me, I I just don't like resists, and I kind of at least the way it looks. I'm excited with the artifacts because like I was looking at my specific build and I'll literally be able to be 79% ignore all resist, which means even if someone is fully e-buffed and everything, they're only going to have 1% all resist, which I'm totally fine with. I just hate that. I fucking hate resist. I hate everything about them. Same. I, I, I really just wish like the more and more that time goes on and people try to figure out potential solutions to resistances and PA is introducing all these new things. The more I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm sorry for all the guardians out there that feel like they have to rely on the RNG chance of resisting a CC because you don't have enough protections, question mark, but resistances should just be removed from PVP. Like, I, I just don't, I, I kind of understand. Maybe you want them in PVE. Like, sure. I get that. I, they don't, I, I, I just don't feel like they belong in PVP. I really don't. And I, I hate that we have to, to build in a specific way. It's really frustrating. Um, for, the, for the most part, yeah. Valk Lives Matter says, As a person who has only played one class since I started playing this game, I've never been so excited for the changes coming to Valk. I recently and reluctantly tested out the rework on Global Labs. Haven't had that much fun in a long time. But I'm now sad I have to wait 11 more days to have fun like that again on live servers. One thing I am terrified of is the block changes. Coming from experience, fighting Corsair is somewhat impossible for my class due to block regen debuff bullshit and their increased grab resistance. To my horror, they fully intend on implementing a global Corsair debuff sad face. Although it's one v in 1v1s, it may not be that impactful and maybe even more fun to try and manage block more intelligently. I can just see the shit show Node War is bound to be on for all block classes. Love you guys. Thanks for the content. And then puts hashtag Blackstar offhand, hashtag rip my lamberfeeties uh, hashtag uh, Valkyries matter <laughs> Dude, rip my lamberfeeties is talking about echo walk I think he just added that that's hilarious 
<laughs> because that change was I think we knew about that change on the KR release when on Wednesday, so that's hilarious. Rip my Lamberfeeties. <laughs> uh Solomon says Oh, did, did either of you have a comment on that? No, I'm also concerned about the block changes. Um but we'll see how it plays out. I'm I don't know. If there's fewer Corsairs in the world, I think it won't feel too bad. But if the Corsair meta remains, it's going to be a major problem. But we'll see. Who knows? They did buff Valk in a warrior block, so it's more durable. So we'll see what ends up happening mm -hmm. with that. Solomon says, I don't know. This coffee on ball was such a disappointment for me. The whole ball was unnecessarily drawn out for no reason. It was tedious. It's no reason. The fact that Shy can outride Alpaca is pretty awesome. I at least expected a class <laughs> showcase plus short dev talk about every reboot, but they didn't even mention reboots. Literally, the main thing they've been working hard for the last few months. All we got is, quote, Korea gets it first. We're working on this, but also not because of reboots. Insert your question. We're looking into it or no. I think it's interesting that um, that he was disappointed, but he was excited by the alpaca. <laughs> I think that that's so weird. Like to say, like I was. I mean, I, I'm I'm not in disagreements with being a little bit disappointed, but I just think it's funny that it's like, yeah, I was pretty disappointed, but God, thank God they added alpacas for the shies. Yeah. Just I'm like, just eh. disappointed that they didn't add alpacas for everybody. What's this shy? The what? What's what's this non-shy discrimination shit? What if yeah. I want to ride an alpaca, dude? The fuck. Swee says after listening, bear and armor tap parentheses pen having a discussion about who should be replacing Reslar in Frosty's stream, I suddenly realized how much I don't want Reslar to be replaced, even though at times I want to strangle him over Nayashi's dead body. He is, <laughs> definitely, he is definitely a core part of the show and a Dark Knight that we need. He, I'm not a Dark Knight. What? Oh, like, okay, figuratively. He provides an alternatively an alternative thinking to the show. Best intro ever, Nayashi. GG, job well done. You, sir. Frosty, you oh. trying to replace me, dude? Over Nayashi's dead body. No, my my friends just get mad, you know? You know how they are. I see how it comment. is. I see how it is. I like the implication no that comment, this I mean. person's going to murder Nayashi <laughs> before he strangles me. Yeah. It is. You mean to die? says i've been really busy this semester so all i do is barter afk cooking while i'm at school or working i don't have time to watch any stream anymore most of the time i leave a message in frosty's stream and leave but no matter what i never miss an episode in Castbox. uh the funny part is that i only listen to the episode while i'm on the train which takes three to four days because i'm done and by the time I finish, it takes one to two days for the next episode to come out and repeat the cycle. Today, I had some time, so I watched Frosty's Coffee on Balvad, and the amount of potential memes was hilarious. To my understanding, you have to submit your questions beforehand, but that alpaca question took the cake. That alpaca <laughs> question did take the cake. That alpaca question, dude. Oh, my God. Yeah. The ball was very fun. I, 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 I actually was thinking about whenever we decided to skip last week, trying to very quickly make a highlights video of the stream. But I just didn't think I had enough time. And I was still working on school stuff at that time, unfortunately. Minaria says, for why multi in parentheses and most other DKs became depressed 
they didn't just nerf four of our core PVE skills in succession. They nerfed five. They had given prime. I like the idea that like at four nerfs, they were like, this is fine. But then the fifth one is like the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah, They had given Prime Enforcement two extra hits in the patch before and removed it this patch again, parentheses, which was actual one-shot potential, so I understand the nerf, but why also remove it in PvE? Uh, the buffs, the buff to that skill was one of the primary reasons why our PvE improved, because the skill with the super low cooldown and incredible damage was suddenly available. Damage is still good, but two-thirds of what it could have been, uh, parentheses, if you include air attacks, which is just dot dot dot, and then I don't know if there's more. I don't, I don't see an option. Dot, 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 which is super depressing to think about. I like your analogy of shooting the present. I don't have the ability to read more. I don't know what's going on. YouTube does this weird thing sometimes where it just doesn't let you read more. I've had that as well. Um, Frosty, is Dark Knight's PV really that bad? Well, I actually think that Suck Dark Knight's PV is going to be the DKs are going to hate me for saying this, but slightly better than <laughs> slightly better than it is on live. However, it's not I don't think it's going to be at least unless someone proves me wrong, I don't think it's going to be competitive with the other classes. Mo I like for again, wheel losing its crit that it's had forever makes zero sense. Um Twilight, I guess Prime Twilight got a damage buff because they, but the crit got nerfed, so that one is I don't know. It's just no, that, they just took it too far. Like maybe if they removed it from one ability, it would be like, oh okay, I get that. Like maybe because they felt a little bit worried about it, but it's just weird that they did it to a bunch of classes. Mina says that's I what mean, we're skills, saying too. Slightly better, skills. but nothing compared to what we were promised. Yeah, and all right. Well, I don't like the word promise, but also, well, I guess it is kind of promise. Well, it wasn't like a promise per se, but they did say they're going to bring it up to Nova level, and nerfing all the crit on that stuff is not bringing it up. And to then Nova they nerfed DK and buff Nova. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, why, why? I, I don't know, man. Dude, I, I've been saying for a while, like I would put the crit back on everything they took it off of, and then I would probably even go one further and put a little bit of PVE crit on corrupted ground and lower the cooldown to ten seconds. But that's just me. I don't know. I, I just don't understand. It's just weird to me. I, I would be I would be tilted if I was a DK too. And Yeah. Now I I think that Awaken Kuno might end up being in the same boat because they literally only buffed Spin Spree's damage. But um we'll see. <laughs> but I'm not I'm again, I'm I'm a little bit more optimistic point of view, so I'm I'm thinking someone might be able to show that it could do really well. Because the class is just faster as a whole, but we'll see. Matthias War says, why make gains? Everything is capped. Can just sit around in town and queues and do sieges. Yeah, Fair. they could. Unless they want to participate in the parts of the game that aren't capped. PvE, yeah. open world PvP, GVGs. Which and, I think is a good thing. And a bunch of the uncapped node wars and the uncapped siege. I, th I think it's a good thing that people, if they really wanted to, like, they can just not participate in the uncapped content. And there's actually a fair amount of capped content that they could participate in if they want to. I think that would be good. Miss Ghouls says, I only ask for better PvE for DK and Mystic Awakening, which will probably be fine. Just defenseless in PvP. Defenseless in PvP? <laughs> what? De de defense fucking list in PvP. The hyperbole, the hyperbole that I have to deal with all day. What is this? How is Awaken... <sighs> what? My God, dude! Don't argue with it. Prophecy. PvP. 
I'm gonna start saying that shit about Kuno. Defenseless. <laughs> I can't get over. It. Uh, Dude, I just got. Fought, is... I just got done fighting. Um, uh, Reezy. Yeah, that shit ain't defenseless. Um, no, I actually which, don't lie to which us. You're playing League of Legends right now. Awakening. I see you. Oh, okay. No, we're defenseless. I mean, they're Actually, saying. I see, I, I see you playing I also, League of Legends. I also got that done was fighting. Fight them earlier. I also got f- <laughs> done fighting Aleri Despins the other day, and uh, the the shit he's able to do. But they're still saying defenseless, so it's fine. Yeah, I I don't know if you think which is defenseless. I guess I guess on live, there's more of an argument that it's defenseless than reworks. But you're talking specifically about reworks. In reworks, which is anything but defenseless. And it's not just the, the witch changes that make that true. It's also the fact that grab attempts are unprotected. Do you realize how big this is for Awakened Witch that can like pretty much permanently stay in some form of protection while constantly throwing out CCs? That's huge. That's so big. Like, as a Zerker, I can no longer just walk up and grab a witch while they're in Voltaic. Like, it's literally a free kill right now on live. Because they go for Voltaic and I just grab them. And it's irrelevant. I can't do that anymore. Or at least I have to be way more careful if I want to try something like that. Right. a lot of classes, once they fail to grab and you recognize it, now the witch knows they can be hyper-aggressive with their protected skills. Yep. Which is actually, like, one of the things I wanted to mention... So here I'll do, I'm I'm gonna pull this up on screen because Divio's put a uh, an area of the the grab box that oh okay so it's everything in there inside the red box that is not mouse movable so you have to do it like below or above am I understanding that right oh god yeah so that's why people say it's janky Res I don't know if you can see the screenshot uh, here, I'll, I'll post on, it let me in turn the, on your stream I'll post it in the group chat it's just an image. Oh no, I see it. Yeah. yeah. So Wait, everything so you have inside to... the red box, mouse move doesn't work because of the AOA interface. What the fuck? Yeah, it's not because they don't want it or it's banned. It's like literally this interface is technically all clickable. This company sometimes, man. Yeah. Jesus. So um, is that? Um, sorry. What, what were we talking? What was the? defenseless oh the defenseless thing yeah i don't know it's just yeah. the, the hyperbole on some of the stuff is is crazy um but don't forget also that um now that uh you can't be mega slow stacked oh. into oblivion anymore now witches and wizards are bad at 1v1s no i i wanted to mention i so i was fighting hunter on global labs and dude when they fail a grab that 15 seconds of just pure heavenly bliss where they can't grab you again. <laughs> that used to only be, I would argue, six seconds. Now it's, I guess, like 14 if you count the animation. Oh, my. Dude, I didn't think it was going to feel that good. But, like, oh, my God. It felt that good. It was, like. It's a long time. Dude, it was a long. I was, like, wait. I can actually linger an SA. Like, I can use a super armor skill right in your face. And you can't do shit about it. Oh, it was, it was like crazy it was like the amount of like oh my god i'm gonna get grabbed oh my god i'm gonna get grabbed like that feeling like being just completely gone for 14 seconds was amazing yep unplayable make it seven seconds again all of these all of these spoiled ass classes with their their sub 10 second grabs dude gonna have to welcome to the real world laughs and zerker 
and you had four grabs. Yeah, and now we now we have three. And Get everyone fucked, else dude. has the Uh-oh, same. Uh, Amortat's mad. I know. I don't know if this is the real Amortat or the one that got hacked in my chat right now. It's probably it's, it's probably, it's the, probably hacked the hacked one. Probably they the hacked probably one. the, the Amortat I know is okay with Guardians. Let's nerf. let's be honest. Let's be honest. They probably have equally <laughs> ridiculous opinions about this game. The so. Amortat I know thinks that Zerkers need to be buffed and that Guardian is too strong. So this is definitely going to be the hacked one. Yep, yeah. there it is. It's the hacked one. He said you could use four grabs in ten seconds, and he puts a bunch. That's the hacked one, for sure. One hundred percent. That's 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 some like like Filipino or something like that for sure. Wow. That was random, and I disavow everything else I just said. If anyone wants to know why I'm replacing my co-hosts, there it is. <laughs> if anyone was wondering, hey, that's why, why you gotta keep me. What do you mean? If anyone is wondering why I'm replacing the co-hosts, eh, that's it right there. What? A, not paying attention. B, that shit. <laughs> and, uh, circus, dude. close this out, PC Reslar. Oh, anything but. Uh, but yeah, that's the end of the show. Uh, sorry for the delay. Um, we should be back. Are we back next week? Next week's Christmas. That's rough. Yeah, next week is Christmas. Are we Christmas. doing a show next week? If we do it, it would be on Sunday, but we'll have to talk about it. No guarantees. We'll have to talk about it. So, maybe. Solid maybe on next week's show. Because uh, next week is Christmas, uh, and then the week after is New Year's, but that's not as big of a holiday, so we'll probably do one the week after next for sure, I feel like. I feel like that's a pretty safe thing to say. Is it? On New, yeah. on New Year's Day, you said? On around New Year's. Is that safe to say? Yeah, we'll we'll more do a show um, around New Year's? More than likely, however, I'll I'll confirm that because we'll supposed to be helping my dad with some sort of project around we'll, that time. Yeah, we'll try our best to get. I mean, I because I do want to share our experiences with the reworks once they're out. Yes, but um, we'll try our best. That's all we can say, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, three-year anniversary uh, is like technically supposed to be today, um, but we're delaying that, so that is just around the corner probably going to happen uh or certainly going to happen in january we won't let it go longer than that swear um and i think what we're going to do correct me if i'm wrong frosty but the i believe the plan is to attempt to bring back most of if not everyone that we had come on the show to talk about the reworks as they were added on to global labs to give us their thoughts on the final result. Yeah, so the anniversary episode idea is, and it's not set in stone, I'm going to mess Nothing it. set in stone, it's all just ideas. I'm going to try to get as many of the people that talked about the reworks with us back on the show for like a short snippet each to give us their thoughts on how it feels on live server now that they've done a few node wars and pvp with it and all that stuff to get kind yeah. of an idea of how everyone feels so it'll probably Which be a is, super long episode and some people probably yeah. won't be able to make it back so we'll do our best to get as many as we can actually for sure a bunch won't be able to and some will just say no yeah so, i'm sure that. like i uh, didn't have a good time last time you guys are idiots sorry <laughs> yeah that'll probably happen hopefully danny has another book and some more work that he can do otherwise he'll probably be out unfortunately. <laughs> yeah um but yeah, so and that's that's also why it's being delayed was because we since the reworks came out, we were kind of planning on on having that idea of like, oh, our three year anniversary can be about like the reworks and like post rework, and then they released the reworks for us at least um, after the three year anniversary, 
so that's why it's being postponed in case anyone was wondering like why it's being postponed that's why because we have a very specific thing that we'd like to be able to do for our three-year anniversary so um yeah so that is coming uh technically this is our three-year anniversary so i guess i should say you know thank you to everybody who's watched the show over three years um man three years frosty that is crazy it is crazy it is and Nayashi's been here for I don't know, one and a half, two years, something like that. Uh, um this is definitely my second anniversary. He's been here in quotes. Like <laughs> as a part of the team. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. yeah, we'll see. I'm I mean I guess like the next year is gonna be our one year anniversary for the Lost Ark podcast. It's gonna be exciting. <laughs> <laughs> nice, that's true. Oh no. But, uh, yeah, so I guess that's it for this show. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for listening. Um, thank you again to the patrons. Make sure you check out our Twitch streams. Uh, you can find them in the description. Twitch.tv slash slowfrosty, twitch.tv slash nyashi underscore na, and twitch.tv slash notreslar. All those links can be found in the description. Um, again, no guarantee for a show next week. We'll see what happens. Make sure to join the Discord. That's where we post updates as to whether we're having a show or not. Also, if the podcast is ever delayed, you'll get it there as well. Um, I don't think I'm forgetting anything and we'll see y'all next week maybe oh,